The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Eat Sleep List. You're home for list making right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and we are back at Emerge. I am joined by my man, main man, my co-host, Mr. Dan Torres. Matt, so good to see you, man. Great to see you, buddy. You know how I know you love me? <laughs> you brought me two coffees today, <laughs> dude. Did. Like that's that's real love. I don't know if you know that that's the way to my heart, but <laughs> you really made my day with this. And I, uh, man, I am so excited to be back with you and back at Emerge too. I know. And you actually get to like fully participate this time, yes, which I'm I excited, do. I'm excited about. Um, yeah, we, you were like the studio audience last time. <laughs> I loved it though. You know? It was it was a nice perspective to be on like the listening side of things and kind yeah. of create a, my own images of like what things look Try like. Try to visualize it. Of course, that is the voice of the uh, the the owner, the co-owner, uh, technically or. or how do, you, how do you and Christian work out the titles? Uh, well, it's funny because like, everybody gets confused about this all the time. So the answer is, I don't know. The, <laughs> Maranto Media is actually owned by my wife. Um, she's the primary owner of Maranto Media. Okay. And Emerge is really just uh, a thing. So, I, yeah, Christian and I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably the majority stakeholder or whatever. But Christian's heavily involved. Actually, we just came from a grant writing course because we want to – Keep figuring out ways that we can expand what we're doing to offer the opportunities for more people. I love that. So we're very excited about it. So. No, it's, it's awesome. You, you know we love this place. We had so much fun last time we were here. I have had fun every time I'm here. And uh, we want to do our follow-up today. Uh, and we Last last time, well, I don't know if it was almost a month. I was doing counting the weeks back, but then again, it might have been. We're close to it time, now, I think. Time flies by so much. You still had a beard. That's all I know. <laughs> it was pre-beard. Pre-beard, or, yeah. It was no, baby face. Something like that. Uh, a little too baby face. I don't know. My wife's going to kill me. Anyways, <laughs> um, we did the Disney theme park, uh, the attractions list, and uh, I was like, all right, propose at the end of it. If those who you know listen, I propose at the end. Let's come together and... Let's create our own theme park ideas, all right? Because obviously, with 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 Disney and and Legoland and and uh, the, the Universal with the recent release of the Super Mario World, yes, the, yes. the Mario World or Nintendo World, whatever the heck they're calling it, I was like, why? Let's get creative. Because I don't think we've ever had I've ever done a creative episode. I don't. I know we haven't done one since you've been on. No. No. I don't think we've been we I, we've done one where we're just kind of putting our own ideas out there in a sense. So I wanted to do that. Uh, I thought it'd be a cool follow up. We, we get a gauge of I guess each other's interests too. Yes. Yeah. Because right? we're each bringing stuff that we like. You know, uh, I'm always going to call you Mr. Moranto. Um, I'll just call you Moranto for now. Uh, Moranto, you know, he has uh, a. a, a ton of different stuff. I'm sure he's going to have a bunch of different stuff on his list and, and I do, Dan, and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll all be different and we all get to bring our fun approach. But here's the kicker. It is listception. Uh, yes. The list within the list. We are bringing uh, multiple attractions. I have three for each uh, each 
one. Did you end up doing three? I think I there's a few that aren't really three. No and what, what I kind of did is, too, I actually – sometimes I said, you know what, if we're going to have this place, it needs to have this restaurant. Right. Sure. So restaurant might be one of my three. That's cool. I love that. Um, I think one, I actually have a fourth one, but, I mean, I may not do no, it. No, that's fine. So. Do it up. That's great. Um, so that's that's what we got going on. Um, is a list within a list. We got three attractions per theme park idea, and uh, I'm ready to go, guys. I've been cool. dying for this thing for a month. You all ready? Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's make a list. Maranto, kick us off with your number ten. I didn't do it in order, uh, if that makes sense, because like I just kind of made the list, and then once I had the list, I kind of went through and just kind of went and just made the rides. So mm-hmm. this, they're not in order in terms of. So I almost, I probably should go and say which one would be the one I least likely would go to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm going to start with the worst one. This is this is to be honest, I'm going to admit that this is not a place that I would actually go to. But I, if I was going to do it, this. It, and I can see them doing this, so I decide this is going to be one I'm going to call the worst one. Um, so I want to go to Fast and Furious Place. <laughs> Fast and ah. Furious. There's ten movies, man. There's That's, ten movies. I love it. So and there's enough crap in this terrible franchise <laughs> that yeah, Christian and I, Christian and I on Next of Kin, love to rip. Um, Fast and Furious because it's so ridiculous. Oh, man, it, it, I hate they were movies. they were car racers and now they're spies and or what to save in the universe, whatever. So, but we had so obviously if you like the Fast and Furious franchise, hopefully you realize it. So I've got to start with what I would call the best uh, 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 place at the um, Fast and Furious, which is a restaurant. And so you know the movies; they almost always end up as together. You know, uh, family. family. It's all about family. So we need a restaurant family. that feels like it's Toretto's like backyard, <laughs> where there, it's all barbecue. And what's the style of food? It's got to be grilled. It's like, family style. Family, family. It's family <laughs> style. So it's a family style restaurant <laughs> that's that's supposed to be like like Toretto's house. So. Um, <laughs> now then the next. This is the this is the actual. This is a ride now. Because uh, the restaurant's not a big deal. The 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 ride is, and they've done this. Think about where they'll take a thing and they'll make it like a super seater. So, like, obviously, Chris and I refer to uh, Toretto's Charger as the God Charger because it 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 gets hit by you know laser fire and explosions <laughs> and it never breaks. So God drives us. It's we call it the God Charger. So, but it's a twelve seater, so you can have like that way more people can be on the ride than just two sure. people or four. And it's basically it's like one of those what I called in the last episode the, um, you know, uh, it's the trackless ride. So you you you're just moving around through GPS through all these things, and you just go through a bunch of experiences from the movie. So you're on ice. Uh, you're in space because you know the, the one car went to space. So then they, you're in a jungle. You're on a dirt road. Then you're just you're just going through, and all you know weapons and cars are flying over your head. And it's you know it's so that's kind of it's it's a it's a you know it's a trackless ride, but it's almost probably within an environment where there's a lot of practical effects as well as video effects. Okay. So we don't. I didn't name the ride, but probably the guard charger. The, the guard charger. The guard, the guard, I'm sorry for it. Uh, the other one I have is just Fast Track, like they have an Epcot. Test Track, yeah. like Test, test Track, track yep. excuse me, Test Track, but it's two cars. So the idea would be is that you would be in line with your family, and you could just, you and your family could break up into two cars, and while you're in the queue, you're designing your car, which is relatively 
you know, obviously the car is going to be the car, but yeah. like you kind of decide what you want. And then when you race the other car, finally you have a point when you can hit the NAS. And right, right. You can, it. So it's like fast track or test track, but it's two cars. It's a race. And it's, actu- it's an actual race. So whatever you do in the computer queue – could affect your car and make it better or affect worse. Affect your experience. That's cool. I like you know. That might actually you end up making they like, over design your car and your car will be like, like it'll suck. Yeah, you yeah. know, and then you got to give like a pink slip at the end or something <laughs> like that. That's that, so that's that's welcome to Fast and Furious place. I like that. I can assure you that's definitely not on my list. It's not on mine either. <laughs> it's not on mine either. I'm not going oh, except to the restaurant. I want. It's all about family, man. It's all about family. It's like, it's like you guys. You're like family. That's so. right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Christian just shook his head when I told him you're an idiot. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's absolutely incredible. That is a great way to kick this one off. Yeah. I, I it's did, all downhill for me from I there. Did, I, didn't expect, I really didn't expect that, honestly. Uh, Dan, let's start off with your uh, your number 10. All right. So I'm about to be off Eat Sleep List after the century, I feel like. We're going from weird to even weirder over here. So like uh, Rich, I also ranked mine in like – the one I'd want to go to most to the one I want would want to go to least. So my number 10, I was thinking about, you know, we all have our theme parks that are like that we know offhand. We have Six Flags Darien Lake around here. We have uh, Disney. We have Universal. But then there are those off-the-beaten-cuff ones, those really weird ones yeah. that are kind of out there. Like you have Dolly World, right? Yeah, Dolly World. You yep. have uh, – the Neverland Ranch with Michael Jackson back in the day. Like, weird, weird attractions. So if we're getting weird with it, we're going to get really weird with it. Um, gentlemen, I present to you OJ World. <laughs> um, so this is a part. Why? This is a great. Oh, my brother would love this part. This is a, this is a pure vanity project, right? <laughs> this, this is purely it. This is if OJ, you know, got got into Bitcoin early and was able to get all his stuff, and he invents this whole just piece about himself, rise to celebrate his innocence, right, and his whole story. So here are my three attractions that you would most want <laughs> I to see. I know one of them is going to be. I just can't wait how you word it. So <laughs> you got the live show first, and it's if I did it, this is how it would have worked. Oh, looked. that's great. <laughs> it's like a TED talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an OJ talk. It's a live reenactment of the book. It, it's, it's a reenactment. Juice talk. It's but, juice talk. But when <laughs> things actually go down, there's just a blackout for a second, and then it pops back up, and, and you know, the bodies are there. It's like dinner. Th- it's like murder dinner theater. Like yeah. somebody in the audience dies. Yeah, exactly. You know, in the blackout. That's um, great. Your, your roller coaster kind of track um, and, like, VR kind of uh, – its simultaneous experience is going to be Al Kellings' Wild Ride, okay. um, where you go through on the Bronco and you're running from the LAPD and things like that. <laughs> so is this a fast ride or is it like more like a lazy river where it's really slow? It's it, it kind of goes both. Like you <laughs> you get little whips in here and there, and then like by the end you're just kind of slowing and you're you're like, is this going to end eventually? And That's then great. Finally, it ends. You're That's like, oh, incredible. Okay. And then That's... you got to slowly get out as yeah, you, right. as you get out of the coaster. That's, I'm so impressed. Um, and then my last thing, and this is my most impressive thing uh, I feel like on this list, is acquitted for the day, which oh. there's a glove in the middle of the park, and everybody goes and puts their hand in, and it selects a random person. 
once a day, and that person is acquitted for the day, and they walk around with a big old button, they get to keep the glove, uh, and everybody gets to point it, they get to skip, you know, ahead on the rides and things like that, and everybody points to them, they go, not guilty, not guilty. Uh, That's great. So that is my pitch for the vanity project of all the parks. OJ World. That's amazing. Y'all destroyed me on this. That's this just whole, great. This whole I list. thought mine was pretty good, but that's so much better because it's just so it's so random that it's incredible. Like God, it's very, I, like it's very random. I, I had to think of like because because of those ones. Like it's not necessarily vanity for Michael Jackson and Dolly Parton, I guess, because Dolly World is successful and the Neverland Ranch is iconic for yeah. a lot of reasons. But I had to really think of like. What's the weirdest vanity project I could possibly? There's so pick many things you could have too. There's so many like the right. the escape type thing mm-hmm. where you're like you know where you're like a you know like an escape room kind of thing where the you got the you get the Vegas hotel oh yeah you know yes. experience you've got uh, just basically him walking around you know, Twitter because he's so big on Twitter yeah exactly some naked gun references you could do some you know some <laughs> create Norberg. your own OJ Twitter video that's so good. <laughs> I'm so that's great. That's that's no, incredible. I'm, I'm glad you appreciate. It. I don't have. I a, really do. I don't have a single one that's going to touch Fast and Furious uh, or or OJ Land. <laughs> so I don't have a single one that's going to touch it. My list is dog shit compared to you oh, guys. Stop it. <laughs> oh. oh man. Very good. You Thank guys you. started off really well. Thank you. All right. So my friends, my number ten. I think this might be a, a first. I am dedicating a theme park. To a food. Ooh. Pizza World. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Pizza World. All right. What a great place. You can get all sort all the pizzas <clears throat> that you want, right? You could do uh, like like they have in Epcot. You got the you know the the world thing, and you got pizzas of the world. All so right? you got Detroit style, Chicago style. Yes. You just style, go around yeah. New York style. style, straight out the the boat, Italy style. Right. Right. All that fun stuff. Uh, my three attractions. All right. All right, you know those annoying spinning like cup rides. Yep, cup of char spinning pepperoni ride. I love it. All right, you sit like on there, that. you get really sick and spin around. Um, also, uh, Maranto, you've ridden on the great movie ride before. Yep, We're doing the the great pizza ride where it's just a slow, it's just a nice casual uh, family sit down ride through the history of pizza. Uh, it's almost like a combination of the great movie ride and. Uh, Oh, uh, what's that one? Is that the Norway ride? Yeah, I know. But what you mean uh, the, the, yeah. No, the one in Mexico, right? Where they, they, they three caballeros? Yes, that one. It's like an agriculture. Like they, oh, they show everything. Um, and then a pizza bake roller coaster, where you go through like an oven, and you just like, it's just it's just crazy. It's. I think that if the, if the cart on that ride was like a table, like a booth. <laughs> And you got those red cups from Pizza Hut, uh-huh. and you're just eating pizza, drinking a like a a gallon of Coke oh, as yeah. you're going through the ride would be awesome. Oh, for It'd sure. Just sit, yeah, absolutely. Especially, yeah, definitely that, for the, that's hit, cool. the, the great pizza. I go to this park. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's, pizza's literally my favorite thing. All right? You can have all sorts of different types of pizza. You got the Hawaiian pizza. We won't talk about that That's my much. favorite one. But that's that, my favorite As you one. get around, that's going to be the, you know. Yeah, I'm, I like this. Is it? I mean, it's it's probably there's other rides and attractions you can do, and you know you can get a cute little mascot like a, a walking pizza guy, yeah. and mm-hmm. sell a ton of merch. I would buy that. Piece of the hut. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> little little spaceballs crossover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or from uh, from the jerk, 
Pizza in a cup? Yes. <laughs> I would I would eat that. Or, uh, this, the, this pizza in a cup guy was the best. He was so good he put the other pizza in a guy out of business. That's the line in the movie. And I love the fact that there was pizza in a cup and there was two pizza in a cups guys. That's why I love that movie. And that's my favorite thing from that movie because there's two pizza in a cup guys. That does sound like really good right now. <laughs> it's so random. I've seen it uh, someplace they did uh, pizza cones. The okay. cone was like the dough. Oh, oh cool. okay. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, and then I think it like Dr. a pizza churro kind of thing, almost, almost in a sense. Yeah. But yeah, it was just filled with pizza. But it's like in a shape of an ice cream cone. Correct. I like this. Yeah, and it's all in there. And then didn't Doctor Strange they had the pizza ball guy? Pizza oh, balls. Yeah, they did pizza balls. Oh yeah, they yeah. did. Uh, Bruce. Uh, yep. Oh Christ, what's Bruce his Campbell? Name? Bruce Campbell. Yep. Uh, he did the. He did. He's the. He's. Yep. <laughs> he was the guy. So. That was great. Oh, yep. Big Papa or, or Papa. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, love for people that are listening that got confused. <laughs> yes, yes. It's yes. a different movie. Different, yes. completely different. Yep. So, Pizza World, very is, good. Is I my like number that. ten. Uh, you fill your bellies up with pizza and uh, just get the get the full experience. Ooh. Get, a, get a couple a couple attractions and it's a lot of cleanup in that part. Oh yeah, after like those all poor that bathrooms pizza and being on those rides. Those yeah, poor exactly. That's yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have to worry about cleanup though. So That's I'll true. go and enjoy the park. That's for true. sure. That's good. All right. Very good. All right, Maranto, you're number nine. Okay, uh, I'm going to do this one quick because I I I did nine ones that I'm really happy with, and the tenth I just kind of I just ran out of steam. <laughs> so this one, because again, mine are all uh, are all media properties. They're all television movies or, or things like that. I didn't really do anything outside of that. Um, so I'm just going to do the Transformers Park. Oh, cool. And it's because my my premise for all of this is I wasn't going to use, like, simple roller coasters. Because that's the thing that bothered me about Daring Lake Six Flags was that it was like the Superman ride. But it really was just a roller coaster, and it was blue. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not really anything to do with Superman. So The Hulk does that, too, in the Universal. Hulk, right. Yep. It's like, well, yes. what, what's yeah. hulky about it, right? right? I mean, it's well, the car's green. Well, that's not really a thing. <laughs> like, well, there, what's the moment in the universe of, like, the Hulk where he's, like, where he got on a roll? I don't know. Like, it's silly. So it's Transformers, I decided yeah. they would just all be, like, it would just be, the Transformers park would be lame, like most of the films. And... <laughs> <laughs> so they put no effort in. This is the point. So it's not like the roller coaster transforms. It's just a roller coaster, and it's the it's the Optimus Prime. They just call it the Optimus Prime. Your car looks like a like a eighteen wheeler. You know, there's another ride where you just ride Bumblebee, but it's not really the car. Just it doesn't do anything. It doesn't transform, and it's basically just you know a Cedar Point. And they're just roller coasters. And everybody will go because they're great rides. They just happen to be named after Transformers. And that's the whole park. <laughs> that's it. It's just it's not really that good. There's people, a lot you can do. People go that. for but some odd go. reason. It's kind of like the movie franchise. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> You know why? Because deep down, I, I, I can tell you this because I know you're also someone else who loves Transformers. It's like deep down, you know how cool it could be. And you're hoping they do it just right. But instead, they just give you the bare yeah. bones, and you're like, oh. I think yeah. that's why that theme park makes a lot of sense yeah. for it. I, I, yeah, exactly. 
So that's all I had for it. I mean, I just need more. I, I decided a lot of merchandise you could do because I felt yeah. like if I put in more work into it, I did more than Michael Bay did. So I just figured <laughs> I should just. I mean, like there's so, and we've talked about Transformers a lot on our podcast, and uh, there's just things in that movie that are like. Wait, he put that into the script? Like, why is <laughs> yeah. that? Why is there an underage girl dating another? Like, what? What is that? Oh, you know the rule, the Romeo and Juliet rule? I'm like, what? Like, why is that in a script? So, right. like, to me, like, Transformers <laughs> is just, like, I'm looking actually forward to the reboot because I think I'm. They think they may actually the, the Transformers sizes look more appropriate. Yeah, yeah they, so. look, they look great. And I like Bumblebee. I do Bumblebee's too. Great. That's the thing is like Transformers, the toys and the um, cartoon series was so cool. The first movie was very good. Yeah, the first movie. Uh, the was Bumblebee good. movie was good, mm-hmm. and then everything else. I mean, not that the other one. They're just you know what they are, but they just got progressively worse. Yeah, exactly. Mind, but... At Universal, when <clears throat> Bumblebee was like out taking pictures with yeah. people, I was so excited that's to cool. get my picture taken yeah. with it because I was like, oh, freaking Transformers! That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, there should be more of that. Yeah, hundred so. percent. Honestly, very good. All right, Dano, you're number nine. So my number nine, I guess, is almost a vanity project, too, but in a different way. Because um, it is kind of based on one person, but, you know, Walt Disney World is the same, same kind of thing. True. Right. Um, I had to kind of think of creators that create a lot of content. And like you said at the beginning, I kind of wanted to do a lot of things I liked. Um, and for reference, too, I kind of went back to the worlds we'd want to visit, yes. too, like the fictional ones, and that helped a lot with it. But one that I left off that I've always been infatuated with is uh, the Seth MacFarlane world. So ah, I'm okay. keeping it. I'm keeping it simple. I'm calling it McFarland. I like that <laughs> a lot. It's very, very simple, very easy, and it focuses on all his creations, right? Yeah. There's a Family Guy section. There's an American Dad section. You have a section that deals with Ted. Yeah. You can even have, like, some Cleveland show mixed in there, even though it's like – but he's just – maybe the characters are just walking around. I like You this. don't need a whole, like, section for it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the attractions I thought of specifically – um, and this is in, this first one's inspired by the Simpsons ride that's uh, at Universal, where you go up in the car and it's it's a lot of like IMAX and stuff. But instead, it's uh, Peter Griffin's uh, Day in the Life. So it's like you go with him in the car. He goes to like the clam real quick. Uh, it, it's like all his shenanigans. You see all the typical guys and stuff like that um, in the American Dad world because I'm a huge American Dad fan. Um, I think something simple and effective you could do is Roger's escape from Area 51, um, which is how he makes it into the show in the first place because Stan finds him there and Roger saves his life. Right. Um, So you could do um, either a VR or a maze type of thing. Both of those things would be really really fun to do with that. Um, And then last but not least, you have to have a VR chicken fight. (laughs) It's one of the most – Iconic things in Family Guy history. You gotta have a VR where you strap up, they give you a random scenario each time, and like you do a chicken fight and you go through like entirely different places. <laughs> like start one place, end up in outer space, get back to Earth or That's whatever. Just, just how like everything was with that. I just think some of the people that Peter Griffin interacted with, like, oh, it's like the time that I fought Hitler. Yeah, and there's, right. you should have like an animated like costume of the of Hitler walking around in the park. See, there's there's so many things you could do with that. Like, okay, you should be able okay, to walk up okay, and just punch it? the chicken. Yeah. You should be able to walk up and it's all, you're allowed. It's encouraged like one of those to punch strength. it right in the stomach. Like a test of strength like attraction. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they, you punch the ball, punch that ball, yeah. you just punch the chicken and see yeah. how strong you are. Yeah. yeah. And this was, like I said, this was heavily inspired by like the Simpsons section of yeah. Universal, but yep. Family Guy's becoming just as iconic, too, for 
Absolutely. for different ways. It's you know the big three as far as like cartoon shows that have spawned like the adult era of like cartoons yeah. are South Park, Family Guy, and The Simpsons. Hundred percent. So I think that Seth MacFarlane like would deserve a shine like that, and I think it would be so fun. I think it would bring a lot of people in from our generation in for sure. So I would could love even to have his sci-fi show in there. With, yeah, exactly. Could even like a uh, the, the Orville. 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 Yeah. Yep. Orville. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can do so many things with that. That's why I think McFarland. That's like great. That, see, this is the craziest stuff that I was hoping to hear on this episode. Awesome. That's really like forward thinking, and I like McFarland's work. And you're right; he he's built this like really cool universe that has crossed over. Right? Mm-hmm. Simpsons has that massive thing where there's a character for everybody, and there's a store and a location. There's the 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 locations are almost as iconic as as the the characters. And I think McFarland, McFarland uh, would, would actually be a pretty cool one. Yeah, for sure. So very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Thank you. All right. My number nine. I'm going to get this one out of the way. This is, I'm not going to say it's a throwaway one, but it's, it's probably one that I'm least likely to go to. Um, World Wrestling Entertainment World. <laughs> I almost put something like this. All right. I, I've been thinking about this for a long time. So when I grew up, I never got to go visit it. But Canada, just over the border, Clifton Hill, had a WWE uh, – they call it WWE Canada or WWE Niagara Falls. And it had a store in there. It had a cool little cafe, and it actually had a ride called the WWE Pile Driver. And I always thought about this because there's, there's only, like, certain things, you know, that could really pull off maybe doing a theme park. WWE has been very – you know, I, I said, I'm not a fan. Any, I'm not really a fan of it as much as I used to be. But they are a big brand, and they have never been afraid to try new things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Vince McMahon uh, did try the World Bodybuilding Federation. Uh, they also had WWF New York. You oh, remember yeah, that? I remember that. Uh, amongst <clears throat> other things, a theme park, a wrestling dedicated theme park. Uh, WWE is one of their biggest money thing is merchandise. You have tons of merchandise. You know, very you know a variety of spots. Uh, and then you could dedicate rides back, you know, back on like like pay per views, which I have a couple attractions here, or wrestling moves, or you can even license out things for like Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold and 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 John Cena and some of the big names over the years. But, Very cool. Um, but I kept it pretty simple with the rides. Uh, I brought back the pile driver. We called the pile driver drop. It's one of those. It was basically one of those rides that went up and then fell down, up a little bit, down, right. big up. Uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. I also did a WrestleMania roller coaster, which is just their own fun take on a roller coaster. And then uh, my other favorite pay-per-view that I typically do every summer is called SummerSlam. And I make it, I made it like a water coaster, kind of like Jurassic Park or Splash Mountain. Um, so something along the lines of that. Just uh, just, just a, a variety of different – a Cedar Park, is, but with the WWE name <clears throat> attached to it. But, I mean, just, just so much to do. Very cool. If you know, like when they had it uh, at uh, Hollywood Studios, when they had the um, American Idol Day, like yes. you know, where you could, you could almost have like a show where you go in and you get to try to become a wrestler. Mm. That too. That, that's one of the things that I really. That'd like, be kind of right? cool thing, and you actually, if you win that day, you get a chance to try out for. Uh, you get like a golden ticket you to try do, out at the audition. You could do tryouts, right? You can even do like when so WrestleMania. When WrestleMania comes around, they do this big access event. It's like their own Comic Con, mm-hmm. right. where you can do an entrance. You can go in a wrestle a WWE ring, and there's that's all stuff you can have year round, um, which would be I think just pretty pretty cool. So and I think cool. there's enough people who would travel to that. Um, it, there, there, oh man, there's there's I mean there's so much there's a lot of creativity that you could do with it, and um, I, th- I think it'd be fun. I think WWE is the only one that 
as far as wrestling goes, I could really pull that off even currently. Uh, they have the money to do it, and if they did it right, I think it'd do uh, very well. So, mm-hmm. uh, World Wrestling Entertainment World, WWE W. I that's, love it. That's my number nine. Very cool. Thank you. Okay, so my next one, and now at this point, a lot of them actually turn into things that I think that I'd actually like to see. Yeah. So I got the silly ones out of the way. Now I'm actually ones that like I would actually be interested in going to, for the most part. There's a couple silly ones in here just for fun. But the next one I like, because I love this franchise, and there is a ride, but I'd like a whole section of a Disney park that was committed to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, awesome. beautiful. Awesome. So... Obviously, upgrade the original ride. Of course. Make it a little bit better. It's not that it's a bad ride, but it's just a little dated. And even though they've updated, I love them to update it again. But the first one is you actually get on, you know, those pirate rides that swing back and forth. It's inspired by that, but I can't do those because they make me sick. So mm. I want the pirate ship, but I want it to be the Black Pearl. Okay. And I want it to do like the thing where first you have to rock the ship like they do in the one movie. Because they get up, come in the, you know, after they have to go down to get Johnny Depp, and then you get to go underwater, and then you go around the Maelstrom, like in the third movie, and then you've hit, you crack and comes at you. So it's kind of like that King Kong ride yeah. that they used to, and like it's just a kind of combination. But you're actually in a physical like boat with like another 25, 30, whatever number of sides, but and it literally is. It's kind of like on, it had to be on a track, so. <clears throat> But it would rock, and then it would. But there'd be you know, again all kinds of other things going That'd on. Be cool. Do you remember? Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I think it was like twenty thousand leagues under the sea at Disney. Older ride, right? It went underwater, right? I, I think that's what it was. I actually have a ride that is inspired by twenty thousand leagues in a different park. Oh, you do? Okay. So cool. I'll save. Yeah, but I'll no, that's it. definitely. But I, I'll be getting to that. Okay. The second thing I want again, I like the food, so I want a restaurant that's basically like Tartuga. Like so, there's like pirates running around. They're they're. F- I want actors while I'm eating dinner to be fighting and sword fighting and insulting each other, and the woman to slap somebody. And I want it to be like, ah, you know, like I want people coming around and interacting, you know, you know, like like a Chuck E. Cheese's, but they're coming at me and they're causing troubles. And 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 there you can insult them, and I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just want another ride, which would be like one of those trackless rides that they have now. But it would feel like one of the various chase scenes, or it could be a combination of the chase scenes. Like you're like the last movie, well, the fourth movie, where you're in London and he escapes from the, you know, and you jump into the carriage and, you know, Johnny Depp or whoever is on the front of the carriage and you're going through London. And eventually maybe it cuts into the one movie where you're kind of spinning and rolling. So you give you the effect that you're you're rolling down the hill like we're in the way, you know, yeah. the wheel in the one. Like, so a lot of things like that. Um, where you and you know eventually you know you 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 get away and then that's how it ends. Johnny's the, the end is like he gets away because he says his line. You know, like you will all remember that, that you almost caught Japan Specs and he'll get away. Like <laughs> so, it's almost like you could be even chasing him, trying to capture him in the movie right. in the ride or something. So some very because I, I I love that franchise and I it's, unfortunately it's been quietly canceled and I just love the franchise and I just. I miss those movies. They're good movies. Yeah. I think that uh, there's a lot of fun history. Like you can almost intertwine history with this thing too, right? Because I mean, a lot of that it's the Pirates of the Caribbean. So I mean, you can have a lot of Caribbean food, which is not like a big theme park staple. Yeah. Um, which is nice, and you know, instead of like, uh, you know, these big bright lights, you can have everything like candle lit or like yep. torch lit, which I think it gives a cool uh, aesthetic 
to it. I'm getting some. I, I got some good ideas for yeah. this one yeah. too. I, I I would full if I had a million dollars, I would fully support it. Yeah. You'd probably need a lot more than a million, but I I think it's a really cool idea just to just to kind of grasp that 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 time period. So yeah, very good. Pirates is such an underrated franchise. It's it's so freaking cool, and I think that it might even expand the fandom a little bit because I feel like we're starting to get to a point where people have lost, uh, like, the feeling of how cool they were. For and sure. And they don't appreciate them as much as they should. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. That's so awesome. The acting is really good in those movies, like, the you know, Barbosa, and I just... I just like those movies an awful lot. Yeah, yeah I and, wish they did more things like that, like live action, like deals. Right. With uh, Disney did a pretty good job with uh, with bringing that all all forward. That was it was cool when they brought that. I, no, I don't think anybody expected it to be as big as it, it would become. Right. Yeah. Um, fun fact: so in um, Dead Man Tell No Tales, the one they did in 2017, they do they have a young Jack Sparrow at one point in that movie. And I actually did a scene with him in another movie. Oh, that's very yeah. cool. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. that's neat. So we all have a couple de- degree separation very, from, from Johnny uh, Depp. Johnny Depp and Sir Paul McCartney, who's also in that movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. I like that. That, <laughs> yeah. that funny casting. That's good. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah that, that was a fun <clears throat> thing. Yeah, um, amazing. My number eight, I feel like someone else is going to have at some point. So this may be our first crossover okay. one that we have. And I don't have any specific attractions for it. But I think it just kind of speaks for itself. I really, as as much as the dangers of it were shown, I really want like a Jurassic planet. I want like a Jurassic I got, I got world. It. I figured you you had something <laughs> like that. Um, man, we're just at an age where it would be so cool to have like giant animatronic dinosaurs. Yeah. In any like, even if you just did like a two day safari or something like that, and got to see them in different environments. It doesn't even need – I think that's why I don't even have specific attractions because I think that dinosaurs are just attractions enough I if agree. you do it the right way. Um, well, so, they have those attractions like the, the uh, like in, in, in our area at KeyBank Center. They had that – like the dinosaurs walk yeah. around yes, thing. Yes, yes. And obviously if you put it in a specific park, you could definitely kind of – Oh, it would be so So would cool. this actually be though based – like the park is all supposed to be like Jurassic Park? I That's the way I kind of looked at it. Not the whole thing. Obviously there's going to be some sections, but the way mm-hmm. I, I envisioned it is that – with these, yeah, I mean, animatronics. So you're in a Jeep and you're driving around. You can and, do the Jeep you know, tour. You can still do the yeah. Jeep tour. You can set it up like the way that, I mean, how cool would it be to ride th- through a, and see a giant animatronic? Like against Safari, yeah. what's it called? Like um, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro Safaris, but you're seeing animatronics. I'm glad you don't actually want to start cloning no, dinosaurs. No, 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 no. Because we know how that worked out. Yeah, that's exactly, you know? that's what I'm trying to avoid with this park is like all the mistakes they made that right. led to dinosaurs actually running. There's got to be a ride, an experience in it where it is actually like, mm-hmm. you know, like they make you feel like that it actually, like they're, right. they got to make fun of the movies and everything. Like that's, I always love that line from the first movies, like. Oh, when Disneyland opened, everything mm-hmm. broke. And then, and then Jeff Goldblum's line, like, yes, but when Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, Pirates of the, the Pirates don't eat the don't eat the tourists. It's such a great line. Uh, a, I love, and that's why I love that franchise. And it went downhill, unfortunately, very quickly. But I still love that first scene in that first movie. And I hope the ride, the park would have that mm-hmm. where Dr. Grant – turns his head and he's like sees the brontosaurus like yeah. i so i cool. love that moment i think that's a top 10 moment in film even though like there's better cgi and stuff nowadays but i still love that moment it's I incredible love that i feel the same way it's uh, so cool and you know what i picture too this is this is our generation specific to a t 
there's a very early episode of Pokemon um, after the cruise ship that they're on sinks and they get off and they end up on this oh, like that, Pokemon island or yeah. something like that with the giant animatronic ones. That's kind of what I see. Oh, right, which it could oh, be cool. Good. Yeah. I seen something. It was a couple months ago when I was on social media. It was it was in Japan. All right, they brought a animatronic raptor into the building, and this thing moved very realistically, oh, had man. all the range of motion. They brought it to a, a kid's elementary school. They scared the shit out of these kids. But I couldn't believe how realistic it looked. And uh, you spare no expense, right? Right, right Mr. Dr. John Hammond? Spare no expense and make this thing as lifelike as possible, and you give people that surreal experience. Yeah. I'd love to take a ride, and just even if I know that it's not real, just – Look at this gigantic T Rex. You get a size, right? You actually get to grasp with your own eyes the size, right? How massive these things are. A giant brontosaurus, a raptor, a dilophosaur. You go through these, and I have a zoo in mine too. So oh, awesome. you get the Jeep ride, and then you have a zoo where you can actually kind of walk through and see them. Uh, I mean, I like walking. I like that in Animal Kingdom um, where you there's the ride, but then then when you go to India. You just kind of walk through that thing, and yeah. you see the tigers and and the gorillas, and you see that you get it's more of like a zoo experience. Uh, and I kind of like that. I like the idea that there was a ride, but then there was also just one that was supposed to be more like just a walk through. Right. You know. And I think that's something you could definitely implement in this. And then I have I have a raptor ride roller coaster. I, I really like the scene in uh, the first Jurassic World where the ride on the motorcycles with the raptors. I think right. you, can, so you can find something along the lines of that. Right. But yeah, there's I mean there geez, there's so much to do, but. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, I'm glad I'm – I thought I might have been the only one, but I'm really glad that you brought that up. So no, uh, I, I loved it, and especially after going down to Universal and seeing the uh, Jurassic Park section they have down it's there. It's so fun. It's great. I love that that river ride. Uh, they're, they're, um, the roller coaster they added, the Raptor one, is the, the best one I've ever <clears> done. Oh, I don't think I've it's heard so that good. before. Where, where you were saying, uh, Maranto, about, like, the Hulk ride just not even being remotely right. about the Hulk, the, the Raptor ride they do – just totally you can make a, and that's the thing so. where i guess why i don't like lazy because you can make a fun roller coaster whether it's thunder mountain whether it's the the snow white mine chase yeah. whether it's rock and roll roller coaster you can make a roller coaster that is themed yes and just a lot of places just choose not to do it because it's cheaper just to put paint it blue yeah Correct. it's you know, so cool though you, you start know? off in the thing they move you up a little and the raptors that's cool. are moving in their cages oh i didn't realize that's going. really so cool like the so the ru- queue so yeah. are you on is that the queue or is that the actual ride itself it's like so it's you see some of the stuff in the queue, like they play like a little Chris Pratt video right, and stuff oh, okay. like that. Right. But then when you're actually Once you're in on the, cart, the ride, they yeah. move you up a little bit, and that's when that's the sequencing cool. starts. So the raptors are like moving with you that's as cool. the ride goes. That's cool. And it kicks up a lot too. So like right when you think you can't go faster, it boosts again. That's oh, really cool. It's, it's awesome. It's I so love good. it. So there it is. Okay. That's, uh, that would be our, I think, number eight, number right? Eight. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Jurassic <clears throat> Park World Land. <laughs> Park World Park. Jurassic <laughs> World. Jurassic, yes. All right. Maranto, you're number seven. So I decided I had to do something with superheroes. Excellent. And I went back and forth whether I was going to do DC or Marvel. And I decided to go back to my childhood, and I went with DC. You went with DC. Awesome. Okay. So, so DC World, you know, I, you know, especially with all the James Gunn stuff happening with the changes in DC. When I was a kid. Appointment TV, Saturday mornings was the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Super Friends. Um, but the first season or the second season with, you know, the Space Monkeys and all that stuff was terrible. But <laughs> once they got to, like, the third season, when they started bringing in the rest of the true Justice League, um, it, it really got good for me. So I decided to do – and obviously I watch a lot of the animated 
Justice League stuff. So I decided I want an experience. This is a show, but it's the Hall of Presidents. But instead of the Hall of Presidents, it's the Hall of Justice. So the building is the Hall of Justice. So when you walk down, instead of, you um, you know, Cinderella's Castle, the building is... The center of Disneyland, D- DC land. Right. So, and it, and, and what always bothered me about Cinderella's Castle, there's nothing in Cinderella's because it's up a restaurant and in that one hotel room that's really expensive. Yes, yes. So, but this is an actual show. So you go into the Hall of Justice and all the superheroes are standing there and they introduce them all just like the Hall of Presidents in Disney World. That's and so right. Superman's there and Batman's there and you have, can have 12 Robins. You can have all that stuff that you want. I, and then they all start talking. But then during the show, eventually the show is interrupted by the Legion of Doom. And the Legion of Doom shows up, and then it makes it look like they're outside the buildings. You see, like, graphics and everything. And then you have a bunch of other things where Superman just kicks everybody's ass quickly, and then that's, <laughs> that's the show. But I would love the concept, and I have this in a couple other, in another ride, too, another park coming, where I'd love to see animatronics of all the superheroes just standing there talking. Yeah. Uh, the second one is, again, I love those trackless rides. This one is like you're in a giant Batman car, again, with 12 other people. And you're driving through Gotham, and you're and you're basically helping Batman save everybody. So you're going to come across like a little bit of all the Batman car chases. So you're you're chasing the Penguin, or you're ch- it, it's kind of so you could have elements of all the different movies that all have the different chases. And I don't care which Batmobile you go with, I'd probably go with like if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with like the Michael Keaton uh, Batmobile. Sure. Oh yeah, that's probably because I feel like famous. that one you could definitely turn into a cool car. Yeah. And then again, I'd probably just because I'd be a, if I'm in that universe, I'd probably go with those those versions of those bad guys that yeah. I would run into. Uh, um, spoiler alert: A Gotham City uh, base theme park is coming up on my okay, list cool. at some point, and a Batmobile ride is yeah, also on. That's very cool. Uh, the other one I wanted to do was a soaring ride, like in Epcot. But what I want you to do is it's all the flying superheroes from DC, and as you're in the thing and you're flying around all the cities of. Um, all the Gotham's, all the, the D.C. cities. So you're in Metropolis. You're, so they're not real cities. They're all CGI cities because yeah. it's Capital City and all those other silly cities that aren't real cities, which is a funny thing that people don't like D.C. always complain that they're not real cities. And you're flying around. And, and then but then the like Hawkman will fly into the thing and you'll see a flying Hawkman in the video that you're kind of. So it's soaring, but it's also an interactive thing because you're flying with them. You know, I and they would own oh, no, up. We're now, and then they do the thing where all of a sudden you transition and you're in Metropolis, and Superman flies so by, cool. and and I think that would be kind of fun. And then um, this was the other one I talked about. I guess I had this is the park I had thing. I had four ones. This is where I would have the twenty thousand leagues under the sea ride, which is Aquaman. Uh, oh, so yes. you you get into a submarine. It's the bat sub or something, and you go underwater, and then everything going on is Aquaman related. <laughs> So you'll see Mantis or whatever his bad guy. Oh, Black whatever. Manta, yeah, Black yeah, Manta. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those, so you'd see, but because I, I mean, I, I broke my heart when they closed Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea because that it was such a good ride. It, it, I never wrote it, but I was I had this book when I was younger about Disney attractions, and then my dad it was it's where the Little Mermaid's Grotto is. Right, you can actually see the track still in the water. Yeah. I was like, "There's a ride there." He's like, "Yeah, yeah you used to get to ride under the it water." It just they I think they just didn't feel like spending any money to to, to refurbish to it. refurbish yeah. it. I guess they were having a lot of problems with leaking and everything. But, but I mean, it was such a good ride because obviously it was just a boat, and you walked down, and they made with bubble effects make it feel like you went underwater. Yeah, but it was done so well that it was very hard with the way they had set. 
set the car up, the, the submarine up, you couldn't see the surface. You really had to, like, get down low in your chair to kind of see. And then the interior of the submarine in the 20,000 League ride was really cool. So if you did, like, a bat boat or bat submarine, the bat sub or something, and you're looking for Aquaman or you're helping Aquaman, I mean, you could. there's so many different ways you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Journey know? to Atlantis or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, very cool. That's my that's DC awesome. park. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I, I'd go to that park. I would go to it. It's just so cool because we're saying this stuff, and I can I can legit visualize myself at these rides, and I'm getting so there's such like an information overload going on over my, here. My nerdy little heart <laughs> is so happy right now, like it's like fluttering thinking of that. Ah, uh, it's got to be a reality, especially because with I, I feel like you could do some things too <clears throat> with like you don't have to have like a Henry Cavill or a Christopher Reeve. You can just be Superman. Yeah, it doesn't because we all kind of know what Superman looks like, so we don't have to worry about casting a specific Superman. It's just superman right you know i mean it's you know it's in batman you know there's you know obviously i'd like the more traditional you know the 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 overpowered animated the cartoon batman versus and that's what i almost would like i'd like to see them almost be more of the animated cartoon ones rather than you know specific actors this is the most recognizable ones that's kevin conroy's voice in there (laughs) rest in peace yes r.i.p oh man all right my number seven it was hard to – I think I have two video game-related ones. That, yes, I have two video game-related ones on this list. This Very is cool. my first one. And it was hard to narrow down because there's a lot video game-wise I could do. But I had to stick with my roots, so I introduced to you PlayStation Planet, which is yes. going to be yes. a park <laughs> with all sorts of different PlayStation-based video games and, and residencies within it. Um, I think that with Sony specifically, there's so much that they have access to that they'd be able to do some really cool things with. Oh, for sure. But for my three attractions on this, I focused on some of the OGs. So first, for your more epic ones that you have, you have Kratos' Adventure of the Gods. Okay. And that's uh, a VR experience where you – can kind of have access to like his chains and some of the weapons that he has, and it's a guided mission through uh, through everything. Right, kind of make it you you dim it down a little bit so that it's friendly for everybody. No, of right? course, uh, but it's a cool experience. You get to feel the vibrations and feel yourself like actually in like face to face with some of these like ginormous characters that you see in the video game. I think that would be really cool for all fans of. I that. think a lot of people would love that. Um, Selfishly, because it's my favorite video game of all time, I added a Spyro home world on there. Okay. So it's a section where it's um, – if you're familiar with the games, Spyro goes into different home worlds. And from there, he could take different portals to different other places. Mm. So you have the home world when you walk into his section, and then there are different portals around. And when you step through those portals, you're in different locations from the game. So it's like that. it's like a full tour of everything that was in that. If I, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick uh, uh, like either Summer Forest or Autumn Plains from the second one. Um, and then I think you'll appreciate this one. This is my roller coaster based one, but it's called uh, what did I call it? 
crashes Hog Wild Ride. Yes. And it's based off of Hog Wild. <laughs> that's that cool. level that's from cra- yeah, that's the first cool. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, right. like, it gives you the whole sequence of jumping on the pig and then the roller coaster goes and you're moving nonstop and, like, things are coming at you. You're dodging quick, right? Like, those kind of things. It gives you that same stress level There's that those games cool. gave that's you. That's very cool. Um, I I think that would be so fun. I think there needs to be more things for gamers out there. I agree. And, and I think Nintendo World's going to be great for that. I, I think we're finally yeah. getting, and we've talked about this a bunch of times, Matt, you and I, that, that video games are finally getting the recognition. Finally. You yes. know, Last of Us is obviously the best mm-hmm. example of it. Um about what great stories. There's gold in them, them, their hills. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's such amazing storytelling, and it's a game. But now people, and admittedly, I don't play, I never, I mean, my video game history was like Atari mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and then a little bit as I got a little bit older, like Rogue Squadron was probably the last true video, Bond, the first Bond movie that yeah. came out, were probably the last games I really played. But um, but I but I know enough about them just because listening to my children talk for the last you know fifteen sixteen years since sure. they play, was out, as they were allowed to play video games. But I mean, I definitely think that there's we're we're moving into a time where video games are getting the recognition that they deserve. Yes. like the, the people that write these games are becoming producers and and directors, and I think that's uh, really cool. I couldn't yeah. agree more. And. Yeah, uh, I I love the I love this concept. It gets it's um, I I just thought of a whole theme park revolving around Crash Bandicoot. Obviously, it didn't make my list, but <laughs> it, it it crossed my mind because I think the potential is is, is there. For and a anybody lot of can play yes. Mario Kart. I mean, yeah. I know that's a different yeah. a different not that's not PlayStation, but I. But that's the thing everybody knows. Yes. Absolutely, you know, and I think that's I something think this we Mario want. this little. I mean, it's all is it. It's only a section, right? It's not a whole park. It's, it's a only section. a section, I believe. This yeah. Mario Park, I think it opens up a lot of possibilities. And that's I think that's why this list works as well as it does. You guys because, are video game guys, and I know yeah. this is kind of off topic, but was when they first doing like Mario Party, was that the first time they ever really had characters from multiple games cross over? Uh, Mario really... Kart was technically the first one because they had Donkey Kong in right. that one. But yeah. It, it Super Smash Brothers and Mario Party really kind of expanded that. And, and I always it, thought that that was genius to do the crossover of all these characters and that they all existed in the same place. Because I love universes. I, I agree. And I thought that was a cool universe. To a lot create. of places, a, a lot of like, like PlayStation's tr- attempted it and it hasn't really panned out. Like the like Nintendo has just done such a good job of the crossovers. Yeah. They've Legend of Zelda, Kirby, Metro. More right. so, probably yeah, Super Smash Brothers has probably been the big uniter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like they're 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 you know every couple of years they come out with a new one and they just unite everything. So. Right. Um, very good. Thanks, dude. We got some good ones coming up. Um, I have so many good ones. All right. All right so next one I'm going to go with, uh, uh, you guys, I, I hope would appreciate this. I grew up on cartoons and I grew up on older cartoons. Oh, I can't, if you do what you th- I think you're going to do, and I didn't think of this, I'm going to be so disappointed on myself. I am doing Hanna-Barbera World. Oh. <laughs> so cool. Is that what you thought? No, I didn't think of that, but the fact that I didn't think of Saturday morning cartoons is embarrassing. You could. <laughs> what, I, what the hell's wrong with me? I, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out. Uh, you're out? All right. Uh, we'll lock up. Uh, <laughs> yes, I loved Hanna-Barbera stuff. I, I mean, this is some of my favorite memories. Growing up with my dad, he worked nights so he can be with us in the daytime. Um, and we Which just, is the coolest thing I've ever heard, by yeah, the way. Isn't that sure. neat? That, like, that's my parents impressive. used to split up. My, my, dad, or my mom worked days at the doctor's office, and he would work nights and afternoons, so the, there was always somebody with us. And some of my fondest memories were sitting around watching 
Cartoon Network. And before all these shows moved to Boomerang, uh, the own Boomerang channel, you know, I was watching Droopy and uh, you know, Wacky Racers, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, and, and, and everything in between. Uh, why not dedicate a park towards it? Yeah. I don't know how well it would do currently if we're looking at it like that because I, a lot of people, newer people well, in this generation. you got Scooby-Doo, you got Jetsons, you got Flintstones, which are still incredibly well-known. Right. Right. I think Scooby-Doo is probably the most prominent one out right. of all those. Uh, I, I can't remember. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure when the last uh, – when the newest Flintstones or Jetsons thing has come out. But I think traditionally I think it would make a really good theme park. Uh, I remember growing up, my parents used to take us to Canada's Wonderland all the time. And mm-hmm. I, I, one of the very few things that I remember of those trips – is they used to have a row of Flintstones cars that you could sit in and take pictures in. Oh, that's cool. Um, which I thought was amazing. Uh, so I have some fun rides for it. All right. Uh, I'm doing a Smurf Village ride. Ooh, cool. All right. So my idea for this is to give the illusion. It's almost like a simulation. But you could probably you, – yeah, it's probably definitely a simulation where you, you kind of shrink stuff down. Or you, you can even do like a, a, a roller coaster or non-video thing. But you, you make the the, the – the, the, the big world seem bigger, right? The blades of grass are big. The Smurf Village is kind of like at your level. You just kind of sh- almost give this illusion that you are shrunken down to the to the Smurfs mm-hmm. and at Gargamel. Which is stuff. like what the Ratatouille ride kind of thing Essentially. Is. And mm-hmm. I do have one more ride on another park that, mm-hmm. is, li- that is like that. But it is a cool uh, – I, th- I think it's a pretty cool way to approach it. Uh, I always love going to these theme parks and you get some of the racetrack things, right? You can see the yes. racetrack. What about a r- wacky races racetrack? I love it. That's cool. They, uh, yeah. Right? You get no, the yeah, different like cars. Yep. You get the different cars, and, and you hop in. You can even yep. throw a couple, you know, you throw a Flintstone car in there. Yep. You can throw a jet. You can throw a whole bunch of Hanna-Barbera properties. And then uh, Speed Buggy or whatever it was, that one. Oh, I used to yes. Like Speed Buggy. Yes. So many. Um, so, and uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine Coaster. I, I wanted to do it like Space Mountain a little bit, so it's yep. it's pretty dark, but stuff pops up. Um, throughout, you can make it a lot of fun. But I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's tons of property. I was looking, right? Underdog was, was one. There's, there's so much you could do with Hanna Barbera, um, and ha- a Hanna Barbera theme park. But, um, but yeah, I, I knew this is one of the de- ones I definitely, definitely wanted to pull off. Disney, like nobody could touch Disney and their cart, their approach at cartoons. Uh, Hanna Barbera was really big for a long time. I think they had like a 50, 60 year run on top where they were just pumping out tons yep. and tons well, of Well, Super Friends yeah. and all that was all Hanna Barbera. That's mm-hmm. right. I, I looked it up. And, you know. I looked that up. I looked up a list. I was like, wow, they've done like well over 100. I mean, there's Josie and the Pussycats, and they were all basically Scooby Doo. They were just different versions of the same I thing. I think they inherited sure. Tom and Jerry at one point. I think I'm not 100 percent certain, but but you are right. There's I mean there's so, they did the Harlem Globetrotters. Yep. There's a lot you could do with Hanna Barbera, so I, I'd like to. make And it if you think about the, it's funny about the Harlem Globetrotters because they were just in Buffalo last night. Zach worked the event. Were they really? Oh, yeah, cool. they were just here last night. And Zach worked the event, and it's funny because he hadn't been there in a really long. You know, he remembers my parents took him when they were like eight or seven, seven or eight. But he said it's a fun show, and it was like you know, like he's the first thing that was gonna be kind of you know, it wasn't. The, the whole bottom section of the arena was filled. Obviously, there was nothing. They didn't even sell the upstairs part. So, because they want everybody to be like interactive. So, I mean, yeah. But I remember, like, for most people that didn't see the Harlem Globetrotters, they were always on. They were like on TV. They were in animation. I think there was one where they crossed over with Batman. And there's always yes, those weird, yeah, yeah. you know, Batman crossed over with Scooby Doo. Like Hanna Barbera did, was did a lot of those crossovers in the beginning, which I always thought was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, OG Batman was on there like the cartoons. I used to, yeah, yeah, I used to love their crossovers that Scooby Doo did. But yeah, cartoons, man. That yeah, one, I know uh, Andrew Lenz. If you're listening to this, that's why that episode of um, 
supernatural that crosses over with Scooby Doo is just incredible. It's oh, one of the, the best, best television episodes of television ever. That's how you know you've made it if you cross over and you're with Scooby Doo for sure, episode. without a doubt. So, but we won't talk about Thelma. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I they renewed it apparently for a second season. Yeah, I heard it's awful. So they get a lower Metacritic score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's bad. terrible. Uh, Am I up? Or are you still going over there? You're up. I'm all set on Hanna Barbera Land. So I'm, I'm going to go with this one. It really should be higher, but I'm going to put it here just because I just because I need to get it out. Uh, this is this is the Indiana Jones Park. Beautiful. I want an awesome. Indiana Jones Park. It's my favorite hero. I have two favorite heroes, Captain Kirk and Indiana Jones. You can already guess where I'm coming from eventually. But uh, Indiana Jones, I I love the show. I mentioned in the last episode. But the Indiana Jones ride in Anaheim, uh, Disneyland, is very cool. And I would love them to update that and actually put Harrison Ford in it. Because it's not even Harrison Ford. Like, it's not his voice. They need to update it. There's, it's, if you've been on Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom... It's basically the same ride, except the, the, you can almost feel like the car and everything is the same. And the, but they obviously you're not looking for a dinosaur; you're escaping a temple. Yeah. So I feel like if they did a temple ride updated, and you actually had Harrison Ford in it, um, if you can pull footage from other movies or whatever, I think that would be kind of cool. I would love that. Um, definitely want a trackless ride where it's like you're in the desert chase, or various versions of those scenes from the different movies yeah. where. Where you know you're in again the truck type thing, and you're kind of helping Indiana Jones. You're kind of following him through the thing, and the Nazis are coming at you, and there's tanks and stuff. I feel like that could that some of the things are doing like Rise of the Resistance. You could a lot of cool things with that. And then the other thing is, I just want to walk through puzzle experience where you gotta you gotta learn you gotta get through all the different things that Indiana Jones always is like all the you know the traps that he has. You gotta step on the the stupid things, you know, like, you know, like, you know, Jehovah, you know, see like in the fourth movie where it's like, you know, there's no I in Jehovah, like, and there's a whole, the third movie and all that type of stuff. And X marks the spot and all those things where he's got, it's almost like they're escape rooms and there's all kinds of different theme ones, but they're all Indiana Jones theme. So in every couple of years, they'd have to update them because you'd go through them all. But I feel like that would be kind of a, that I'd love, I think those would be kind of fun. Yeah. No, you that's know. a really good one. Indiana Jones, it's a, it's a classic. I'm sure you could do a bunch yeah. of motorcycle rides and stuff like that, Oh, too. tons of motorcycle oh, stuff. That know. has a fun little lore, too. I mean, they, they, you know, they did Lego Indiana Jones. There's enough, like, stuff there. They can make a video game out of it, out of the whole series, essentially, right. which they have. Well, There's we got a, a whole other movie yeah, coming. That's so. true. There is 100, 149 days. Is it that close? Yeah. Oh, wow. Not that I'm you, counting. I was going to say, you knew that right I just, I just, I mean, Indiana Jones is, I guess, my favorite character of all time. And I, I just I think it's such a great character. It's he's smart. Um, he's he can't fight one guy, but he can fight fifty. And, you know, like it's Christian. I were watching Last of Us, and we almost made this joke that like Joel is kind of Indiana Jones at times. Like he can't. He's fighting like he, he take out fifty guys, but he you know he has trouble with one. And it, <laughs> you know, it's like and you know and, and John Wick's the same way. Like John oh, yeah. Wick can shoot fifty guys, but then he gets in a fight with one guy. So I feel like that that kind of down on your luck guy that can get bruised. I don't remember super. Uh, uh, I don't remember heroes getting beat up until Indiana Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, flawed a little. You know, bit. like it, that it, he's it you know <laughs> just kind of. So I think like and again Harrison Ford's just legendary. So to me, I can't wait for the last movie. No, very cool. So very cool. Yeah. Very good. I think there's a lot, yeah, definitely a lot you could do with that. So, a lot of cool potential for that park for sure. For sure. 
All right. Number six. Yep. We're on number six. My number six. Yes. So this is something that I actually can't believe doesn't really exist on like a full scale yet because of the fan base that all of this has. Um, but the title for this one, I uh, I actually took from my first introduction to this genre. Um, my, the name of uh, my theme park here is called Horrorland. And it, this is based off the title of um, the R.L. Stein book, Welcome to Horrorland, which oh, I believe is cool. number 14. And I actually cool. own a T-shirt with the cover on it. Um, I think that the the scary movie and the horror franchises have grown so immensely over the years. There's been a cult base that has just kept it going and kept it ever so popular. My wife and I are huge horror nerds. I didn't realize how much I liked it until um, we started going out and then she kind of showed me like what's good about it and like the fun stuff you can find when it comes through. And I just think it needs that praise. And I think adrenaline junkies and people who like scary stuff need like a full-scale theme park I completely agree. Um, so the three attractions I thought of for it, um, my roller coaster VR experience is uh, the Final Destination coaster okay. that you see okay. in the fourth one. So <sighs> it, it combines a visual element with you actually moving through the track and feeling like you're on the roller coaster to destruction that they do uh, at the beginning of what I believe is the fourth movie. Um, and it's so iconic, too, that people would want to like, they're like, oh, I hate, I'm going to hate this so much. I'm going <laughs> on it anyway. Um, you have the Escape from Camp Crystal Lake attraction where uh, you have a guy who's Jason wandering around Camp Crystal Lake and you have to make your way out at some point. It's almost it's like it's almost like guided, but uh, but you still have your moments where you feel like you are in danger for a few minutes. And then you have an escape room attraction called Game Over, which is my Saw experience um, that you do. So you have a certain limit. You have, like, threatening things that are, like, coming through and stuff. But you have clues and you can make it out without having to do any bodily harm to yourself or anything. Well, that's good. Um, (laughs) That's good. But but what do you mean I have to saw off my own ankle to get out of here? Exactly. Just said I'd hate to have that job to clean up. I couldn't go to anything in this park. (laughs) I I, I just I'd be like, nope. Yeah. I'd be like that. Like the movie. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nope. (laughs) Not going into this park. Nope. Not doing it. I'm this guy. I'm I'm this guy in every horror movie. Yeah. I'm that guy. I'm this guy. Every time. I thought of this one last week when uh, I went home from a family party because I watched Saw 2 and I was like, dang, like people would really – like they'd kill for something like that. Like some people are just like so sick that they would just want to spend an entire day just doing that. My my wife is one of those people. My wife is absolutely like there's Pennywise things all over our apartment. Yeah. There's horror stuff. Well, yeah, you try to get her in for October uh, to do some kind of scary movie thing. We have a welcome mat that looks like uh, it's like the Friends logo almost, and it has like Freddy Krueger, Jason, Pennywise. Like that's the first thing you see when you go outside. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, but yes, horror land is my number six. I'm glad you enunciate too, because when I say horror, I tend to say horror. Horror land. So horror land. I That's know. a different. Part. I be... <laughs> That's a different That's part. You, yeah, you get <laughs> all sorts of fun stuff there. Yeah, <laughs> you get the yeah. gift that keeps on giving yeah, when you leave. Exactly. <laughs> Yikes! Definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm very careful with my enunciation. I'm glad. For that I, one. I'm learning. I'm getting better at it. 
Um, all right, very good. I have one. I think it would be a lot, uh, a lot of fun. I actually got this idea from watching a commercial back in the early two thousands. Um, NFL Land. All right, cool. the, the NFL, like an NFL theme park. I got this idea. It was uh, back when Michael Vick was at the height of his popularity. They did a ride called the Michael Vick Experience. <laughs> where you remember this, where he like sat down. Oh, what do you? Sorry, I'm just doing a whole Michael Vick thing in oh, my head right now. Yeah. So yes. I'm going. I'm thinking of a different experience <laughs> with Michael Vick. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Well, uh, uh, you used to sit in. And, like they showed this kid, he'd sit in, and he was like he, the lights turned on, and he's on a football field. He's got to dodge all these things. I was like, wow, that'd be oh, cool. kind yeah. of a cool idea to yep. expand upon a theme park for but I, I knew you were, I knew somebody was going to say it I knew somebody was going to say it you could do a section for every football team right I mean yeah. the merchandise stuff is 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 massive uh, jerseys hats shirts whatever you, you can like I mean 32 sections uh, for for each theme it'd be a pretty massive yep. endeavor that's very cool um, Hail Mary coaster which is basically just a you know just a, a, a their own spin on a coaster I would probably try and get the world's like biggest like drop going you know what i mean because obviously hail mary is like a big toss-up in football right. let's get the big like, like let's get the try and get the world's biggest drop like straight straight shot drop uh first and ten game simulator i'm not sure how it would pan out it might be like a vr kind of thing but i think it'd be kind of cool to just to just have some kind of attraction on a football field and then this is one's just for shits and giggles there's a lot more you could do with it but uh uh, a big quote of of Russell Wilson's this year was Broncos Country Let's Ride. So I have the Broncos Country Let's Ride Ride. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but yeah. Broncos Country Let's Ride Ride. It's not very good. It's not a very good ride. No, that's all I can tell you. It's a huge disappointment to most fans. <laughs> it ends really quick. Yes, that's that's the main thing. About a third of the way into the ride, you realize it's not going to be a very good ride. <laughs> <laughs> I never got Dan to laugh like that. That's great. I'm proud of this. <sighs> Broncos Country, let's ride, ride. So NFL world, there's so much you could do with it. It is a big merchandise thing, That's a lot great. of fun fo- food and stuff. Yep. You, you you wrote that one specifically for I me. Did. I, knew you were gonna, I, knew, awesome. I knew you were going to laugh at it, so that's why that's I did it. That's pretty good. So very good. It's the uh, best ride ever. Top five? I think mm-hmm. we're in the top five. Yes. I think I ended up counting wrong, so I'm I'm dumping a ride. I'm dumping a park because I feel like it's just too obvious. I'm gonna <laughs> here here is the speaking of Horrorland, pronounced the wrong way or the correct way in my case. It, if it is a park, it's hmm. an a it's a park that exists. Okay, is on it? HBO. It's Westworld. Oh, ah, very yes. cool. Yes, very cool. I coffee's hitting me. I'll right. right back. You We're gonna going to take a quick no, break. You guys oh, you want going. me to keep going? Keep okay, going. Go yep, absolutely. All right. Yep, so, have ahead. you watched Westworld? Um, I'm familiar with it because so, my dad watched. So, it. so obviously, Westworld. There's an old movie that Yul Brenner is in and everything. Um, but um, it, it, you know, it's a good it, and it was obviously inspired uh, by same by Michael Critchin, who wrote you know Jurassic Park. Um, you know, and anyway, so uh, in Westworld. In the show, when you go to Westworld, which is obviously a Western town, yes. you show up in a very futuristic like train station. You get on the train station. While you're on the train, you change into like cowboy stuff. And when you get off the train, you're in Westworld. So then once you're in Westworld, you can go – and that – the Main Street USA of Westworld would really just be essentially just like the movie, the, the show, where there's like um, – 
there's uh you know there's gunfights like the old you know fantasy island on the street like a stunt show and then there's shows with like the women doing the kicks and there's shops and um you know and there's you know it's kind of like that thing where you're walking around and then eventually you can you know get on rides to go on things like Kilimanjaro safaris there definitely would be um a trackless ride which would give you the experience of the moment in the first season when all the hosts uh, start killing the humans. So there's yeah. definitely a thing where you're in like a cart and you're trying to get out of Westworld and you're being chased. Um, but then I like another ride that would be kind of like it would almost be like um, I almost think it's like a like a Jungle Cruise type ride or even like, um, you know, uh, uh, the great movie ride type thing, like a trackless lot ride, where you go through all the di- the other parks that are supposed to be existing around where Westworld is, like Nazi World, Samurai World, India World, etc. Yeah, and then you could even come up with some things where you're seeing some like, you know, kind of like you know, some almost like the stuff you see at Epcot, where you see different countries and different uh, periods in time that would make really good amusement parks within history. So that was kind of like, but the Westworld one is obviously the funny thing about Westworld is because people go there and. They have sex with robots. So yes. I don't have that in the park because that seems like that would Damn. be illegal. I feel like <laughs> yeah, that, that park would probably not be such a good idea. And, and unsanitary, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> I don't want the cleanup job in that park. <laughs> and, I, and Chris and I love Westworld. Like, we are ridiculously Westworld fans. We loved every season of it. The, the episodes I've seen, I've loved. It, it's it. A, well, HBO doesn't do very many bad TV shows. And, and the way they kind of let the show kind of evolve over time and it was funny because it didn't get picked up for another season. And Chris and I were like, we kind of like where it ended, the way it ended. Sure. But the actors and the performances on the show are tremendous. So, like, oh, I, you know, so I definitely think because it's a real in, – in, in television, it's a real park. So I'd love to see kind of the same like you did with Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Like I'd see, like to see Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you a know? great idea. Very good. Very good. Yeah, you could do a lot. HBO does a lot of stuff you can make. A park. HBO Land might be HBO Land, you could have all their different well, oh, yeah. I don't know how much I want to go in the Sopranos section of that <laughs> park. <laughs> it's like just a gangster ride. <laughs> Very good. Oh, man. Um, my number five is something that kind of already exists, but I want it all kind of uniform in one place. Um, you know, right now we're in the whole era of the switch of Marvel from, like, Fox and all the other properties all to Disney. So everything is still very scattered. My idea is for a park that's just Marvel Earth, right? So it's just all the Marvel characters all in one place. However, the division of it is based on, like, how the planet works and where you would find them on the planet. Uh, So you have, like, a New York section. You have a California section. So, like... You'd find Spider-Man and Daredevil in New York. You'd find oh, Iron cool. Man in California. Very you could cool. have Canada and find the Hulk and Wolverine a Wakanda up there. Section. You could have Wakanda. You could have uh, you could have all those different sections, so that it's like you're actually going to the areas of the Earth that you would find these superheroes. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Doctor With, Strange's sanctum things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you'd find him in New York too. He maybe like pops up all over the place too. Right. Like. You you could have those crossovers like you get you could even have a Europe and have like Doctor Doom over there and like and things like that. Um, the three rides that I thought of that I would love to see just based on um, like typical Marvel lore and the things we've seen in the universe already. 
I would love a Spider-Man swing through the city. Yep. Where you do like a VR experience and swing through New York and like maybe get in a fight or two or like things like that. That would be cool. I think that would be – I think every person who's loved Spider-Man growing up would kill for the opportunity. And again, it doesn't have to be a specific Spider-Man too. Yeah, right. for sure. You mix it up. Absolutely. Um, Hawkeye's Battle for New York. I picked Hawkeye specifically because one, he doesn't get enough love, especially after no, that show because I thought that he, they did really well with him in his it show when 100%. they, when for they sure put I that out. That. Um, but I also picked him because you could really have fun with him in the Battle of New York. You could have a bow and arrow sequence of some kind where you're hitting the aliens as you go, right? Right. Could score be another cool VR experience. Absolutely. You're pulling through. And then this one is just for me. This one is specifically for me because I feel like I've been adding like shows and attractions through this. You have the Captain America show for the troops attraction. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's cool. great. It's, it's his, it's his show that they're using from the first Captain America right. movie where they're keeping him real corny and keeping him on the sidelines and things like that. I think that would be so fun oh, to yeah. just like be able to go by that world. You're like – what is this? What are they doing right now? And seeing a guy dressed in like the crappy, yeah, like, like the Andrew sisters in yeah, there, exactly, and, you know, like, like doing like, jokes with Bob Hope. Oh, man, it'd be so funny. It'd be so funny right. just to have that like, would those be great Easter eggy things thrown right. in there. Um, they've done such a good job. I had a great time at Universal when I went. I'm sure the um, the Marvel attractions they're adding at Disney are so amazing too, but. I, as a superhero fan, I want it all in one place. Yes. Like Marvel's so cool that I would love to just be able to see everything. Centralize at once. it. Yeah. So Marvel Earth is my Marvel uh, theme. I I did Marvel as well, uh, and I, pretty much the same concept. That it's such a it, it's such a big universe, right? And there's so many characters now. And I think it's only I I, I would not be surprised if they go through with this within the next fif- ten to fifteen years. I think contractually, once they're able to acquire more characters because I've been reading a little bit about this with Disney, why they haven't. And that's why they had to do why, why they chose to do Guardians of the Galaxy, because it wasn't something that they were allowed to do whatever they want with that property. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's not part of the Sony stuff. It was it was completely left out. So that's why they focused on Guardians of the Galaxy, because it was something easy for them to do. And then even like doing, um, you know, like what's it called? Uh, Marvel Avenger, Avenger Campus. Oh, there's that, those are yeah, things yep. that they can do now because things are starting to come. But I, I definitely think that we're going to eventually get, because of the size of the properties and the <laughs> amount of money that they're making, they're definitely going to be, I think in Hollywood Studios, we're going to get a Marvel land. I think, eventually. yeah. I think it's just to. a question of time. The movies are so big now. Like, it's tough when it's just a comic book or something because it's a very specific audience. But now, it, you know, you talk to I talk to people who never read comic books in their life, but they still go and watch the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It's massive. It's 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 huge. You know, the characters are as popular um, right now, if not more popular than a lot of established Disney characters. So, do you do you are these versions of the characters are they comic books or are they? The you could probably mix it action? up, but I would probably say. Do variation to live action because it's what more people know. Right, you can yeah. still. I, I would say you can still include comic elements, but, um, but yeah, I, I basically had this it, 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 almost almost the same idea. I didn't have the location thing, which I thought was pretty cool. But there are different sections. Obviously, you could have right. mm-hmm. like you could do the X Men Mansion or um, awesome. uh, the, the Wakanda section. I really liked, but I liked your way of splitting it up the the the, the different regions. Um, I had an Infinity Gauntlet coaster, and basically, what what my thought of it was. Probably more so like the dinosaur ride where it's like there's a whole lot of shaking and moving, but your job is to 
get all the Infinity Stones before Thanos. And, and right. the dinosaur ride was cool because, okay, here's the, this dinosaur over here, this dinosaur over here. Okay, here's a couple scenes. And, oh, shit, there's the, there's the reality stone or there's the power stone or, or, or just – Yeah, if it's stuff. one of those rides where it comes into a room and then, you know, you see like Cap – Get the infinity, you know, whatever stone or whatever, and then they, you, then it goes through and it gets. That'd be cool. I think, yeah. yeah, pretty surreal. Um, this is not, this is the other shrinking ride that I mentioned. All right, oh, uh, that's such a good idea. Ant Man, uh, like a quantum mania ride. Such Love a good it. idea. That's a really good ride. Love it. Uh, I, I'm on that ride already. I'm I, already picturing it. Yeah. We're already picturing it. There's, yeah, I mean, too. there's so much. It, quantum Rail is becoming so much important. Because it's funny too. Because it's going to be funny too. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's Paul Rudd and, and right. Ant Man. Uh, which is great. I mean, obviously, Quantumania is it's going to be a big part of the Ant-Man movie coming up. They went into the quantum realm to go back in time for Endgame. It's a massive part of all this. Yep. Um, so you kind of go back into that. And then I did a, a Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is really cool. There, I mean, just because I wanted a cosmic, a cosmic-based ride, Guardians are super popular still. Uh, but, there's, I mean, there's a lot you could do. You could do something with it based on Asgard, which would be really beautiful to see. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you you had a Marvel one. Can as I well. can I have one request? What's up? Yeah. I want a shawarma food cart. Ooh, done. Yes, it's done. Absolutely. I, I think you have to. I, I, th- I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. I just <laughs> love that line. <laughs> just, it's just iconic. That was uh, when I when they did that that uh, that post credit scene with shawarma. <laughs> sitting I was there like, eating shawarma. I'm like, it's great. Best. And you're you're really contemplating. Did I really sit through all the credits for that? But then yeah. you, you sit just, and think back. I'm like, wow, that's. Good. And with Chris Evans covering his face because he had a mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's that's beautiful. Oh, so that's Shorma Stan, it's it's sold. There's and I there's gotta be some kind of tribute to Stan Lee in there too. So. I love it. Oh yeah. Isn't it amazing? Well, how you know, far, like I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, you're fine. Isn't it amazing how far superhero movies have like come to the point where you you and I and I'm sure it, with what you're talking about with like uh, uh super friends and things like yeah. that. We've all loved superheroes from the beginning, yeah. and some people like aren't involved. I'll never forget after I saw the Incredible Hulk, the Ed Norton one, yeah. uh, and they were kind of setting up for Avengers. I said to one of my friends, like I told him that's what they were doing eventually, like, and that's what it meant. And he like made fun. I think his exact words were, "Oh no, the <laughs> Avengers. Who are they going to fight? The Tooth Fairy?" And now he texts me all the time, like, "Who do you think would win in a fight, Iron Man or like this person or whatever?" Like. Like, now he's just in this realm of, like, so right. many people are in the same place where they're like, teach me. When right. it comes to, like, our group of, like, actually knowing the things in the background. That's amazing. I, I remember it. saying to, like, one of my friends when The Incredibles came out and you started to see what they were doing with, like, with, you know, with animation and, you know, the CGI animation that you get in, in Pixar. I said to I, one of my friends, I don't remember who, was like, it's – We've gotten to the point they can apply that to regular filmmaking. Yes. We're going to start getting real superhero movies now that are really good and that kind of like – and obviously I think Spider-Man might have already been out by then. But like we got to that point where once that first Spider-Man and that first X-Men came out, you kind of knew where we were headed. And I just wish they would have gotten back to the real costumes quicker yes. instead of these like afraid to wear like the spandex and stuff like that. We're you know, I, I kind of like that DC never kind of got away from that. Like yeah. they they stayed with Batman. Always looked like Batman, whether except for the nipple costume. But <laughs> but the rest of them are, um, you know, definitely they embraced like, they embraced what their, their source material, and that was like yeah. a big problem. With, like, uh, um, yeah, X Men. I did not like the black suits. Um, what else? I understand why within the context of that time because they weren't sure how that was going to be responded. I Fair, think if Hugh Jackman yeah. shows up in a purple suit, we don't think of Wolverine the way we think of Wolverine. No, now. Fair, yeah. 
Yeah, you know? that's definitely. But it wasn't for Hugh Jackman. I'm not sure we'd have the superhero universe that we have now. Him and Patrick so. Stewart. I think regardless of some of those movies not being some of the X Men movies being good, I just feel like I feel like that Patrick Stewart and and Hugh Jackman gave us a, a superhero universe that that we all wanted to be like. We got into superheroes in a in a cool way again. Mm. Yeah, I was too young to watch Blade, so X Men was like my first one that I got to. I always watch forget yet. about Blade because it's not written like a comic book at all. No, like right. it's, it's not. It's just so. It's just a vampire movie. Yeah, that exactly. happens. They have the same character. X Men was all ages. Everybody you know. could enjoy it, and everybody knew X Men. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that was yeah, that was tremendous. But that's a good point. Yeah. So so was Spider Man too. You uh, you had mentioned the Incredibles before. Spider Man was so popular that yep. when they did that train scene in Spider Man Two, they parodied that in Incredibles. Right, where, where right. he's no, holding sure. the train back yeah. and then hanging off at the end, like you could tell what direction we were moving in, as right. far as everybody knowing like the iconic moments in Super. And it set movies. the standard. You look back at some of those old older ones, and I know we're going a little off topic, but it, man, it, they seem so dated. They, some of them didn't age very well. A lot no. of the ones that we used to hold in high regard, right? So yeah. But all right, what uh, do we got left? This number is number four. Yeah. We, we have four, four left. left. Let me double check my numbers here. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, I do have four left. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to do this one, get it out of the way, because it's probably not my favorite on the list. Um, I think I could have done more with this one. I think I just ran out of ideas, or I must have been doing it too late in the evening or something. But I think we need a James Bond park. Cool. Mm, Spy park, I like it. Um, Definitely, I I just want a casino. I want to really – I want to be able to walk into a James Bond casino, not Seneca Niagara, <laughs> not the Paris, and I want to walk into like Baccarat. I know they have it, but I want like everybody who works there to like look like people – fr- I want Bond villains playing cards at the table. <laughs> I want a guy with a patch and a scar, and I want to – I want to sh- I want a martini shaken, not stirred. Like I want, you can have the non-alcoholic version of it too for the kids. And I and I want to have that. And then, you, like I said, almost like again, um, where then things start happening. There's a fight, you know, like you know when you go to like, um, you know, like the what's the you know like the one we have downtown Niagara Falls, like the. The, oh, uh, the Seneca Niagara. No, no, the restaurant, no, the, the, the food, the restaurant. Oh, with oh, the, top of the falls, or uh, the yeah. Oh, or the shoot. steakhouse, the, the thunder. No, no, no. Like the one that's the, the thing. Like the, the the it's a jungle. It's the oh, rainforest, rainforest, rainforest cafe. Rainforest. I want oh like God. things to come alive in the walls, and st- I want like I want like you, you know show. like I want like a guy come in with a suitcase and look around. Like I want the waiter to be like almost like he's a spy, and like I feel like it could be a very cool interactive restaurant. Um, my one ride is a thing where you're helping James Bond, and you it's a combination of the skiing as well as going underwater. Okay. Because both movies have so much snow, ice, and underwater stuff. Way too much in my mind, but I love the James Bond movies. And then the other one is, again, like it's probably just like my Batman, Batmobile ride. It's the Aston Martin ride. But this ride's cool because you go into, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the M5? You You go into the building. Oh, cool! Uh, 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 you know, you go into their MI6 headquarters, yeah, yeah. and you're you, first. You get into a thing, and you talk to Q. I don't care which Q you give me; it could even be John Cleese Q. I don't care which Q <laughs> you give me, and you see all the gadgets in the Q while you're waiting. You're in the Q with Q. Get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're you're seeing all like the jetpack. You're seeing some actual props from the movies. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then you finally get in the ride, and then you get Dame. 
uh, Judith Dench. She's like, I'm sending you on a mission, you dinosaurs. And you get into your little expanded Aston Martin thing, and you go through a James Bond. You're helping James Bond on a mission. I love that idea. I love that. So I, I, I like – I really – again – um, it's to me just a tremendous universe, and and there's just so much in it. I there's think a rich history. I mean, it's yeah. cool. Like it, it's legit. Like it's like watching like a new pope get selected, who becomes the new James Bond, right? <laughs> they cycle out yeah. every couple of years. Who's gonna be the new Bond? Who's gonna be the new Bond? Yeah. And um, it's it's it, it's yeah, it's like a it's it's an honor. The world watches. So mm-hmm. right. I think a theme park would uh, would do it justice. I think it would be bring excellent. It full circle. Yeah. So um, who's the best Bond in your mind? <sighs> It's kind of like what flavor of ice cream I like. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Sean Connery is great, but the problem with watching a Sean Connery movie, you're like, it's kind of cringy sometimes now, now when you watch yeah. some of the James Bond. But I still like the Sean Connery. I really like Pierce Brosnan. Um, I did too. I I think he's tunder, totally underappreciated. I wish we could have got him instead of Timothy Dalton. Yes. Um, not that Timothy Dalton was bad, but I think we would have got James. Uh, we would got Pierce Brosnan a little bit earlier. He would have had a better impact on the. The thing on on the franchise, but I I think pound for pound, I know he's a little dark and everything, but I just think Daniel Craig just he nails just it. Blows it out. Yeah, of I, water. I I just like I, I mean, if I'm at home and I'm flipping channels and who does that anymore? But I I if I see like there's a James Bond thing, I'm just sitting there and watching James Same Bond. But Daniel Craig is so good because I love the way they rebooted the universe, and I just hope that I really hoping they dread Pirate Roberts James Bond at this point. Mm-hmm. I am hoping that. That we don't really get a new James Bond, we get a new guy who's James Bond, and we don't have to say that he's not Dan, he's not James Bond, but we understand now that James Bond is just a code name because sure. it's going to be the rest of the cast is going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be the same Q. It's going to be the same M. It's going, but we saw him die. So how do you keep all those people? Not James because obviously she's gone. Ralph uh, Fuentes is the new M. So M and Q and the other guy, like, and even if you keep the same money, Penny, and even the woman that was double, who became 008, I would love just to continue. And they just say yada yada yada. Well, hey, it's James Bond, and then no one even talks about it. I love. I that. would and just keep going because that's really what they kind of did before. No one noticed. You weren't wait a second. How come you don't look like Sean Connery anymore? Like just just keep it going. Did Pirate Roberts that James Bond is a code name at this yeah. point, I in honor it. of the first dude? Absolutely. That's how I would love that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's great. I think you have a real good idea when it comes to that. Um, yeah, I think I think you and my dad would get along when it comes to this topic <laughs> a lot. Uh, my number four, it, you're gonna hate me for a second, and then I'm gonna bring you right back out of it. Okay. So it's. Uh, an entire theme park uh, dedicated to Avatar, The Last Airbender. Thank you, because oh. if it was the other <laughs> not, one, not. I actually had this on my list, mm. and I took it off because I realized that it would be insulting to an amazing property because I don't know it as well as I should. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it with my kids, but I'm out of date with Avatar. So if I decided I purposely took it off the list, but I'm so glad you're handling it because you'll actually do it the justice that, it that's deserves. Fair. Uh, that's fair, and I, I kind of appreciate your explanation of that too because I, if I pick things for my list that I don't know tons about, that yeah. I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, Christian was here, he'd be like, oh, that's the coolest idea. Bro. Man, <laughs> he'd be I, like, I love that show so much. So the, the closest uh, American thing to anime ever – 
Uh, such a solidly written story and such a cool world that people have just fallen in love with since then. They're uh, just, just really, really good characters. Yes. And, you know, it's funny because I remember when we first started watching when the boys were whatever age it was. And they'd grown up and they was kind of like they were still watching Pokemon. But this was a different thing. And I just assumed that oh, was just another piece of crap like Pokemon. And then I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And the, and, and everything, all the universe building behind Avatar. Yeah. And, and just the, and obviously I just love the research and the way they designed it. Mm-hmm. It is, it is an amazing, but I, that's, that's, where do we, what are the rides? It's gorgeous. Yeah. So you, uh, the park would be laid out like, like the nations. So you go to the port. <laughs> that's exactly what I was Right. Thinking. So you go to the poles for, yep. um, the water This is the best. You go to, uh, the earth kingdom and see the earth things right and then you'd have air temples that you could pop through um so so my first like my my ride ride is uh it's a tie between two that i think you could do just as equally you could do a virtual glider ride with ang right and see everything or you could also do uh an omashu roller coaster because they have like a mail delivery system through it with these carts so you could just ride through omashu because he used to do that with his friends when he was a kid so it's a big part of like that series um when I was at Universal and I was in uh, Dagon Alley and when I was at uh, the Harry Potter Castle, you have interactive points that you could use your wand for. You yeah, could buy yeah. the wand and have the interactive points. I want bending points in this park so that you do a certain action or a specific motion. You could bend fire. You oh, could bend water. Man. You could That's do some cool. kind of air yeah. thing. I think it would be so freaking cool to have something like that. And even just for a second believe like, huh. I got that. Like I, yeah. I did that for a second. That was cool. And then I want a whole spirit world section of uh, of the Avatar Park as well. Uh, Avatar is so good at incorporating combinations of animals and all these yes. cool different creatures and things like that. And when they go to the spirit world, there's like a real disconnect, and you get to see all these like really weird things walking around. So I want that section where you find some way going to the spirit. I want to walk around, and I want a walking around Appa. Yeah, me too. I would love that. My favorite character from Avatar is Appa. I just this ridiculous oversized flying bison. (laughs) And it's funny in our house. This shows how much Avatar has permeated the culture in our house. We still say, "Shut up, Chatty Monkey." Like we oh, still we it. still make references quite Chatty Monkey from the one episode where they it's just an iconic line from the show and we still use it. I it's probably been mound set in our house a billion times since one seventeen years ago, whenever the first time we heard it. Mm-hmm. So I just love this idea. I just you know it's that's fantastic. why I'm glad you did it because you definitely did it justice. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's a great uh show for anybody of all ages, like going through any period of time when uh, What do you think about what's coming out with it? How are you feeling about what's coming out with it? So uh um, uh, they just announced that they're doing like a third season that focuses around um, an Earthbender. I don't mind them taking another route with like the cartoon things and right. like developing a new show like that because I did like Korra. Um, a lot of people had different opinions on Korra. I thought some of it was really well done. thought it was so different, but I thought you needed to make it different than the original Avatar because they can't be the same things. Right. No, I agree with that. Um, the live action stuff I'm losing more and more faith in. Christian said the same thing. He's worried about it. The, because the original writers went away from the room, that's what gives me the most pause is yep. like they're like, OK, we're going to go work on some other yeah. stuff right now. Yeah, that's they, what he said. It's they're so- all in like school together, which I think is kind of weird. Yeah. Like 
My problem with redoing something that's already been done perfectly is you can't recreate that. Right. Essentially, right? You right. you just can't do it. And I think uh, Avatar is one of the best written shows. In fact, on my podcast, my brother and I went through each season and did almost like a tournament style with each episode. And right. we compared and uh, narrowed down the three best episodes, so one from each season. Where as some shows, like, it's very obvious what the best and worst episodes are. There's so much to love about everything within it that it it really – it would benefit to have something really big that fans can flock to for it. Right. They'd love it. They'd no, love I it. Think so. I agree. I think it's cool. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Good. Well done on that one. Thank very you. good. Matt, you're number four, sir. Oh, boy. It's getting more difficult. I know. But I, I, these are just ones that i just dreaming of. Um, I have probably one super obvious one left, and then there's three that are uh, might be a little new. I'm going to do – uh, we're going to go to Middle Earth for a Lord of the Rings oh, theme good park. Good idea. Uh, it's super popular. There's so much stuff. Obviously, I mean, Lord of the Rings has been popular. Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, of course, been popular since Tolkien uh, wrote the books. But, um, I mean, what another beautiful like world, like a built-up world with so much lore. I used to love reading uh, Return of the King. The back of the book had, like, history and, like, big events that happened year by year in different spots. Like, a whole timeline of the, the, the build-up to everything. Uh, man, there's so much you could do. The, you get a Shire section, all right? Nice little happy Hobbiton. Um, you go in the Shire. That's like your like a restaurant area. You got you got a Rivendell section, where it's just just beautiful. And then of course, you know, you get some of the other places. Um, my three attractions for it would be a Mount Doom coaster. Okay, all right. Very just cool. trying to climb, like trying to climb up, you know, to it. Uh, I probably it would probably be a scenic indoor. Indoor coaster, maybe. I, I don't know if I'd do it. Maybe maybe an outdoor one. It depends. I'd really let, want to have that dark ambience uh, to it. And I think you'd lose a little bit of luster if you do a Mount Doom coaster and it's it's 75 and sunny, sunny outside. Um, this is the dwarf ride. I was uh, I, I told you I was going to rip off the seven uh, dwarves. Journey Through the Mines of Moria. Okay. All right. Do a little the little ride with that. Of course, there's so much gold, and, but you have orcs and a giant cave troll and the Balrog. That's um, very cool. Which I thought would be neat. And then this one, as soon as I seen this scene in a movie, I think this is from the second Hobbit movie, um, I was like, this is a ride. The Barrel Escape. The Barrel Escape. Yes. Yeah, I figured you were going to have the Barrel Escape. Yeah. I actually just Excellent. threw that one. I had a, like a, the, the Great Eagle thing, like, kind of like a Soren thing originally, right. and I was like, wait a second. The barrel escape. The barrel escape, especially if you do it like that ride you like from uh, Animal Kingdom with with that's the yes the Cali River Rapids. The Cali River Rapids. Yeah, so I mean you you just sit in a barrel, just just go. You're going through like uh, I forgot which Elvish area that is uh, specifically, but I I think it's Nashville, Elvis. Yes. Oh, oh, Elfish. (laughs) Elfish. Sorry. Elvish. Sorry. Sorry, I misunderstood. You the, were, no, you did. The, you did. That's like, that one. like my favorite cartoon is Peanuts, but I usually say it, and I leave the T out apparently because I have terrible diction. Hey, Horland, you know, <laughs> land Peanuts, <laughs> Peanuts, not Penis Land. It's Peanuts Land. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get the T in there. You got, you got to be careful. You got to. <laughs> That's a whole different park. <laughs> penis Penis Land goes with Horror Land. Yes. That's right. They're, 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 they're kitty they're, corner they're, from yeah. each other. They're up the sides uh, of the same park. 
<laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I, man, Lord of the Rings would be would be crazy. I That's think a that, great universe, it, right? There's, I mean, just a lot. Now let's go to let's go to uh, was it Bree? I think it is with with for the tavern with the the prancing yeah. pony, yeah. Uh, and, and all like there's just there's just so much regionalized and just fun stuff you could do. I would love to go through like a simulated like. Helm's Deep. All right, let's go oh, through a, a minute. So a, cool. a, a built set of Helm's Deep that you can navigate through, and there's, oh man, just just so much stuff, and there, there's a lot of room for activity. You talked about the Hawkeye thing. Let's do a Legolas, El, you know, Elven bow and arrow. It, it, incredible, yeah, incredible. So um, very cool. So Lord of the Rings. That's my number four. All right. So number three, I'm gonna. I I I did count. I didn't count wrong, so I don't have to leave this off. I decided. I know that it kind of exists, but I feel like you can do so much more, and you can do it better. So I want Star Wars Land. Excellent. And I wanna. Here's my rides. Um, I actually have four, three things, three rides, but um, I wanna. I want a Star Tours ride, but you're in an X-wing. Mm-hmm. And it's there's more lighting. Yeah. So you're flying around, and it's definitely a roller coaster, but you definitely go through a trench, and you you do you do spins, and you can see other type because as you're on the tracks, you're going to see like other X wings flying around and Tie Fighters and stuff, and then plus they could have video projections. So I definitely think you could feel like you were in the battle of Yavin. Like you could definitely do the battle of Yavin star star. Star, uh, star fight. Yeah, that star, and you literally press the button in your car or whatever, and you blow up the Death Star right before you get out of there. And you can cool. see Han Solo, yippee, and you hear it over the radio in your car. You don't actually see the whatever, but something like that. Um, definitely got to have a pod racer kind of ride. Probably ripped off from my other one where you're racing. It's kind of like uh, test track, but you're building a pod racer and then you ride it. So we have two same rides right now. I- <laughs> this is the one that I'm nice. most proud of, though, that I really want. I want a trackless ride, and I want it to be in Clone Wars, okay. but I want it in animation style. I do not want live action anything. Very cool. I want to go through, because it's it's the arguably one of the best Star Wars things out there. If you ranked everything in Star Wars, I'm putting Clone Wars probably top five. Not not Attack of the Clones, the Clone, the Wars, Clone series, Wars series, especially seasons five, six, and seven. Yeah. And I want to have that. I want to be on the ride where I'm interacting with the animated. I want those voices. I don't want Samuel L. Jackson. I want those characters. I mean, I, I, I really think like that would be really cool if you're doing that trackless ride, but it's in the style of that Clone Wars thing. And then walking around the parks, I just wish they did more of this. There's got to be a way to do it where there's just like I, – I don't want just like shows. I want like – I want – I want – Rex walking around. I want an old guy walking around like the Rex from like <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I want Fives. I know he's dead, but I want Fives walking around. I want Hondo walking. I want a Hondo store. I want like, I want droids wandering around in the park. How great it be to walk around R2-D2 just rolling by you? I just want them, yeah. I want them just wandering around. There's got to be a way to do it where they could just be wandering around and, you, you know, you know, especially if they're in little tiny areas where they're just, and it's not like a show. They're just moving around, like, especially there's so many cool droids. Um, and obviously you could do some full-size things too. Like, I don't need to see Darth Vader. I just like to see, like, I would like to see just more Wookiees walking, just more of that. Like, they do a little bit of it, but I feel like they could do so much more. Yeah. So, obviously, you have some Star Wars I stuff, do. too, I, right? I mean, kind of well, cutting please, past you. Please, please. Um, so, yes, I, I mean, I, Star Wars was probably the easiest one to have on here. 
in 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 my estimation. But but like you said, I was like, oh, do I do it? But yeah, let's do a full theme park. You could do certain sections, like maybe maybe a, a giant section, like one planet per movie or something like that, or one yeah. one of the major ones. Um, I did have uh, the X wing, the 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 trench run. Um, I'm doing it coaster style. This yeah. is going to be like Space Mountain. You know what I mean? You're flying around. There's Tie Fighters. Yeah. Um, and you can see other like people in the rides as X-wing fighters in the track. And then I want to do a nice long cover me, Porkins. Cover me, Porkins. <laughs> I love Porkins. Um, where you're actually, yeah, the, the final stretch where you're actually running through the trench run. Yeah, like, before that's be you the final end. coaster. Right. Exactly. And the, you know they they they're tailing with a Tie Fighter and, and like you said, the button, the Pod Racer Simulator. Um, I love the pod racing stuff. I, I actually played an arcade game many, many. I, I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Uh, I believe, yeah, it, where in Disney at one of the resorts, their arcade, um, you actually sat in a pod and whoop, you got to play it. Right. I'd like to find a way to make that. Bigger. I remember that video oh, yeah, game. That was a great video game. It's a you sat in like game. Anakin's podca- uh, podca- <laughs> pod, pod yes, the podcast. Cast? Pod racer. Podcast racer. Podcast. Podcast. Oh my god! We've been doing this too long. <laughs> I know. I know, Punch drunk. but yeah, they, they find a way to make it competitive. Yeah, and be, have really fun with it. I do have an alternate number three, though. I think you guys would really appreciate this. My favorite Star Wars game series has bare minimum to do with the Jedi or the Sith, but it has to do with various soldiers. I want to do a Star Wars Battlefront laser tag. Yeah, arena. oh, that's right. really cool. Three oh, separate man. sections. That's I very cool. Three separate sections. Well, you can maybe do more, but right now I have three. So um, they're based on different spots, and you could be, you know, you get split into teams. All right, you're the dark side. You're this. You do a, you do an Endor one. Yep. All right. You, you dial it up with trees and in 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 stuff. Excellent. All right. Hoth, which yes. I think would be really tremendous, and uh, I'll give another one. I'll do something with a prequel trilogy. Let's say Geonosis. Oh All right, let's God, say you Geonosis. Read my mind on that one. I, I mean, there's a couple you could do. You could do but Naboo, Genosis or even the temple awesome. from uh, Jedi, you know the the whatever. Yeah, you could do the Jedi Temple, which would be really yeah. cool to see. But I lo- I think you could do uh, have a lot of fun with it. You got to have people keep you know keeping an eye because some people might get a little crazy. But how cool would it be to get dialed up in Star Wars stuff and go out and have a massive laser tag game in yeah, in a specific design? Like, like we go to Lasertron here, and it's pretty cool. Imagine what a massive theme park with a lot of money could do with a franchise like Star Wars and open that sucker up. I mean, obviously, there might be a fun way to do vehicles, uh, uh, maybe stationary things or whatnot. But my God, I've been dreaming of that since I was I've been a kid. Mm -hmm. Like I I used to have these all these bold ideas used to write them down in a notebook. And I was like, man, what about a Star Wars theme park or some kind of indoor laser tag thing? And they have the battlefront property, and there's a lot you could do with it. So, um, so yeah, yeah, for sure, that would be that would be mine. Just pretty much expanding everything that they've done with Star Tours and 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 the the, the Star Wars Galaxy they they just added a couple years ago, and just really blowing that sucker up. So the Star Wars that is my uh, that'd be my number three. I love it, Dan. You're number three. Uh, so this is my answer to your Middle Earthish kind of one. Um, because it's similar but different, and I had to include this on here. Um, like I said, I had two video game-based ones. And when I was reading my list to um, Julie earlier, my wife, she had said, oh, I'm surprised that uh, that Kingdom Hearts got left uh, off your list. Yeah. I, but I didn't do that on purpose because we have Disney World. That's true. Right? Technically you know? true. Technically because, true. like, technically a lot of the worlds you could find in Kingdom Hearts, you have sections of at Disney That's already. fair, yeah. So – I didn't want to do that, 
However, um, one franchise deserves its own theme park, and that's The Legend of Zelda. So Legend of Zelda is is the one I'm pitching for it. There's so many different games that you could pull different attractions from and different parts of the park from. You could literally have a section based on each video game if you wanted to, or like different video games. Um, But my three attractions I thought of are the glider experience. Um, Breath of the Wild, you use the glider like crazy. Um, So you have a VR experience where you're floating through Hyrule and um, doing things like that, which could be really interactive and really cool. You have a Hyrule Field Safari where you go through on like a cart or a coaster or a Jeep and you see all the creatures that are in Hyrule Field. Um, It can scroll between day and night so you could see some of the creepier things too depending on what you want to do. And then you can have interactive things. Um, for example, I picked the Great Deku Tree from um, Ocarina of Time. Okay. Where you just go inside a giant tree and you could actually explore the different, like, temples and different parts of it that, that you would see tremendous. in video games. That's um, very cool. But there's tons of stuff you could do, too. Um, when the Wii came out and the Wii Zapper came out, there was a game um, – for it called Link's Crossbow Training yep. that came with it where you could like shoot targets and stuff like that. You could absolutely do uh, like the Legolas thing or yeah. uh, the Hawkeye thing that I was talking for about sure. earlier with stuff like that. It has potential to do so many cool things, especially with all the creatures. In as that. long as we get a fishing mini game. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a, a Ponds Incorporated. It has to be. Of course. I don't know what it is about video games, but I love fishing mi- uh, mini games. Oh, they're the best. That's they're cool. best. So, uh, that's good. Yeah, so Legend of Zelda Land comes in at my number three. I think that'd be, it's a good answer to the Lord of the Rings one, and I think it's a, it's a I mean, obviously one of the greatest, most revered uh, video game franchises of all time. Yes. So, yeah. Excellent choice. Thank you, sir. All right. Maranto, you're number two. Okay, so... The next two are my two favorite things in all my fandoms. Um, Avatar? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to kick myself out. Um, This is my second favorite property of all time, um, and it's Doctor Who. Because Doctor Who has just been such a part of my life. My wife always picks on me. She's like, you're not English, you know. Um, But, I mean, I would would, – when we went to England, we went purposely to Wales – uh, to, to Cardiff so we could see where they filmed Torchwood and because they do all the production for Doctor Who back then in in Cardiff. So we got to go to a restaurant that's actually on the show. So we did a bunch of those things where you go around. And they had a they had a Doctor Who experience. And it's like a walkthrough experience. It's not a ride. It was a walkthrough thing, which I think would be great. So I do picture that this park would have to be in England. And I don't feel like it would be a huge park. I feel it'd be kind of like it's a very condensed thing because there's not a lot of things that would be rides Mm -hmm. because it's not really an action show. But I think more like, again, escape room type things and stuff like that. But there are some things I would definitely like. First of all, obviously, the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. So you got to have a haunted mansion kind of entrance into the TARDIS. So you walk into a TARDIS and then... They do a thing, so you turn around, and all of a sudden, like you know how it stretches and all that. All of a sudden, you turn and you're in the, the you're in you know the bridge of the TARDIS, as they call it. And then from there, you get into a cart like you know haunted mansion, and you go through a ride, and you see Daleks, and you see Cybermen, and you see all the weeping angels, and and even Blink. There's a lot of different things they could do with the with the with strobe lights and stuff for the silence and some of the other creatures that are from the more, the earlier generation. But I'd love to see like all the different from out 
the the Doctor Who time frame, and I think it'd be a really cool ride. And you're just kind of seeing them. You don't have to really do anything with them. It'd just be kind of a cool ride just to see. But again, you can do a lot of cool like special effects again with strobe lights and stuff to kind of do some of the stuff that would really make it interesting. Um, like they have in uh, you know Star Wars Edge of the whatever it's called, you gotta have a instead of a lightsaber place, you have a you have a you you have a sonic screwdriver place, of course, where you can go in and you can buy legit cool looking Doctor Who uh, sonic screwdrivers, or make your own, or make your own, yeah, and you, you know definitely, and they're they're not cheap plasticky crap things. They're like the ones like. You know that, and it'd be a lot easier to carry those around than those lightsabers that people carry around <laughs> when you go to Star Wars. Um, I definitely think that. And the other one again is ripped off from the super, from the superhero one. I would love a Hall of the Doctors where you go and you yes. sit down and they have animatronics of all the Doctors, and you can even have the Masters in there and stuff too. And it would be like you know, so you'd have Hartnell, you'd have Matt's, and again, they're all animatronics. But I definitely think a show that talks about Gallifrey and the history of Doctor Who. But it's basically each Doctor, and they get to interact with each other, and there, there'd be a lot of cool ways. There's so much content. I'm sure they could find all the audio for it to be done. Oh, yeah. And I, and I would love just to sit in a, in a room and have them just talk about the history of Doctor Who. And, you know, and I just think that's kind of uh, – that would be like – again, I don't think it would be a huge park – but I feel like a Doctor Who themed experience, like, it, you know, it, it wouldn't need to be a big place. But I, I would go to it. I think most of us Doctor Who fans would go and look for it. Mm-hmm. I have you know? a Doctor Who game on the Oculus. And it's, oh. it's really cool because you actually, I mean, it, it, uh, you actually have to go in, you know, it, you can actually go on the TARDIS. you got to do some stuff to, 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 to move the thing. Oh, that's um, cool. And there's a lot of puzzles and stuff. And I think, <clears> I, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Doctor Who fan. My wife adores it. Um, I would I would appreciate something like that. There's a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of going back in time, um, right? There's the Van Gogh uh, painting yep. with uh, with with the TARDIS and, yep. and stuff like that. My wife, she actually had a poster of that. Um, so cool. it, it, there's a lot. There's a lot you could do with that. There's a yep. lot of range when it comes to history sure. and, and, and Doctor Who. And it, I just, I mean, it has a deep lore to it. I there's love so the many rides public. where you're interacting. You could interact with historical figures with different doctors and yeah. kind of like again, like the great movie ride kind yeah. of thing. There's so many cool things you could do with it. I like. We'll know? call it the Hall of Who. Uh, the Hall of Who. Yeah, I love it. So very Hall good. Very so, good. Cool. I knew that was coming. All right, um, Dano, you're number two. This kind of exists already, but. The nerd in, we, in me just wants so much more of it. Uh, when I was at Universal last year, man, their Harry Potter section is very close to being good. But I need a full Hogwarts. Yeah. I need a full Hogwarts. The the One of the most disappointing things was going in the castle and realizing you only kind of got to go through certain parts and then just get to the one ride. And you couldn't really do anything else with it. Come on, man. We need everything that has to do with this. This is such a magical world that people have devoted their lives to now. Like, people have devoted their lives to Harry Potter things and, like, diving into the lore of this world that is from one person's mind that now everybody shares the same exact image of. Um I we me and my uh, in laws like we kind of make it a point to do different Harry Potter things because my sister in law absolutely loves it. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of specifically for them too, and it's for me because I 
would love to see some of this stuff in real life. Um, the three attractions that I thought of that you can't see at Universal, I want a real Chamber of Secrets like they do in the second mm. one. I want to be able to uh, have the sink move. It'd be cool that you have some kind of slide or something that you could go down to access it. And you get down there. You could really explore. There's really a basilisk. There's a code word that you can say to open the door up to get to it, right? Cool stuff like that. Uh, the VR experience could be Buckbeak uh, taking a flight like from the third yep. movie being on his back and soaring through uh, through everything like that, having to get his respect before him. And this last one, I'm stealing from an experience I actually just had when I went on my trip two weekends ago. But I want a Forbidden Forest. Um, I went down to uh, – I can't remember which section it was of – but it was Virginia, D.C. It was right in that area. And they had a Forbidden Forest experience that's uh, only on until I think it just ended this week. Oh, no kidding. It was the coolest freaking thing I've ever done. It had like every little station that you would want to see from those movies. Um, there there was a really cool unicorn effect that they did. Um, they had censures. They had a Buckbeak exhibit. Oh, um, you could cast your own Patronus at a station. There's so much cool stuff you could do, but they need it all in one place. Yeah. And they need it really like – I don't care how much money it costs. People would pay for it. They would. They would save their entire lives to go to this place. Oh, and for just sure. Spend a couple of days there. Um, Harry Potter fans need the full fledged Harry Potter experience. I feel like the Star Wars hotel thing experience, which is a whole separate attraction. Yeah. I feel like if you had that immense, that immersive kind of thing for Harry Potter, oh, man. Um, you you would fill it. I think uh, e- probably even easier than Star Wars is doing because I feel like Harry Potter is a, of a family thing, and you could have you know, like it's not as intense. No, it's not. You know, it's more puzzle driven and stuff like that. Yeah. that I think which would be really interesting. Yeah. I think it would be so awesome. And everything that I've been to that has to do with it already is very, very good. But I'm just selfish and I want I, more, I, The only request I would – well, one, it would be you have to learn how to do a, like a broom ride. Yes. You have to do yeah. that. And then you have to have a restaurant that's the the Great Hall pretty much in Hogwarts. Yeah, that'd be cool. You'd be a little close to other people, but I mean, just just to kind of sit there and uh, that'd yeah, be it's like, like going the aesthetic to, though. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like going to Hoffer House up in Buffalo. Oh, yes, yeah. like absolutely. That, yeah. Like going to that. So. Which would be <laughs> tremendous. Cool. So very good. Very good. I, I had a feeling Harry Potter would show up. I didn't know who though. Um, all right. So this is a video game one, and this is one that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I would love a Resident Evil uh, theme park, okay? I have seen, actually, Universal Studios has done it for their their, their Halloween event. Mm-hmm. They did a section of it, all right? I'm visualizing this thing. It's it's basically – so Raccoon City, for those who don't know, Raccoon City is the main the location, at least for the first three games, where the zombie outbreak happens. And they actually do something – stuff in Japan, Resident Evil. There's like a biohazard restaurant. In in Japan, that serves Resident Evil themed dishes, and uh, they w- there's actually like a so the big monster of the first game is called the Tyrant, and you can actually shoot at like this virtual. They give you like a gun that you could shoot at the screen to try and put it to, to put it like put this thing out. So I wanted to implement that in a movie thing. Um, Maranto, you've ridden the uh, Buzz Lightyear ride, yep. Uh, amongst and and I'm sure uh, did you. You guys ride the Men in Black ride in Universal. I haven't been on that. I haven't been to Universal no. yet. Okay. I didn't get to go on the Men in right. Black ride, but I know what it is. So one of the rides I want to do is a – it's called the City of the Spear Zombie Attack, right? 
Um, it's basically you're riding through Raccoon City. You're seeing all these cool sights and stuff, and zombies and various monsters pop out, um, and you got to shoot them. There's a high, it's a high score, like a scoring kind of game. Uh, scoring kind of right. It's a track shooter. They've done it in the various video games where you kind of just uh, – the game takes you, and you just got to shoot at monsters and stuff, and you'll, you'll see a lot of cool stuff. Um, Umbrella, for those who don't know, is the big is the name of the big uh, company uh, that that is the reason for the zombie outbreak to happen. An Umbrella Labs tour where you're kind of riding through and then uh, watching the the outbreak kind of unfurl Unfold. in front of your very eyes. That's cool. You guys all had escape room concepts, and I I loved it. I was like, I'm glad we're on the same page that we all kind of have that. One of the biggest things that pe- that have hooked people in Resident Evil games is the puzzle. Uh, it's puzzles. It's 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 finding a, picking up items and placing them in a certain spot to unlock something or finding a key. You can do that um, in a variety of spots, but I wanted to pay homage to the very first game, which was just uh, located in a mansion called the Spencer Mansion. Um, do various rooms there where it's an escape room, and you actually have to like use objects that are in the game. Like that's a big thing. Like people are like, oh wow, the. People buy like replica keys all the time because they're distinct looking keys. All right, we got to move this, this, and this, and we got to find the key to unlock this. You can have you know certain specific rooms, but uh, I think just getting a group to you know a, a group of people together, let's let's put our brains together and figure this out how to escape. I think it'd be a really cool thing, and uh, you know just people love to be around certain things like the the Harry Potter experience, the Hogwarts ride. Was mm-hmm. really cool because as you're navigating in line through the the, the castle, uh, you're in the garden section and those little annoying uh, what do they call them? Uh, uh, Madrigors, mandrakes. mandrakes, mandrakes. They're popping up and you get to see that stuff that was in the movies. Resident Evil items are are like really cool too, and a lot of them are iconic. And be able to see and touch and use those in the purpose of an attraction or like an escape room. I think it would be really, really cool. Um, so Resident Evil, I would adore. I would absolutely adore. There's so many monsters that you can use, um, and, and I think it would, I, it's. It, I think it's the perfect situation for a uh, for a, a theme park. I think it really it would do well. It's it's an uber popular thing, and, and like I said, Japan has everything. They're like the hub of pop culture. Mm-hmm. And for them to have a restaurant, uh, I think it speaks. Uh, I think it speaks volumes to the potential of what a, a whole theme park could be. So. Um, so yeah, Resident Evil. That is my number two. It's very you. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. All right, number one. Well, if you haven't guessed, it's going to be Star Trek. Yep. <laughs> um, so I kind of feel like that the park would make you feel like I almost feel like this park has to be in San Francisco because Starfleet Academy is in San Francisco in the universe. So I feel like the park has to be in San Francisco. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, just to make it feel like you're actually going there. Um, I do feel like when you go in to the park, um, there you'd have to do things where, like, when you want to go to Deep Space Nine, which is my favorite show, I feel like you'd have to go into an ex- – to get into the DC the Deep Space Nine section of the park, you'd have to get into something which either was a transporter, so there's an effect where you go into a thing and they do flashy lights and stuff, and then you end up in the section of Deep Space Nine. Um Las Vegas at the Hilton had a Star Trek experience 
which had a ride, which had a show. It was half walkthrough and then half star tours. And you were on the Enterprise, the Next Generation Enterprise, which was very cool. But they also just had a museum of all the props and costumes, and they had a chronological thing. And then they had like a section of shops and restaurants, which was di- based on Deep Space Nine, which was the promenade. So I feel like if you did a huge, your Main Street USA, in my mind, should be Deep Space Nine should be the promenade. Because all the restaurants and all the shops would all be all walkable, and you would go... You would go uh, when you're in Quarks, which should be a restaurant. You would go into the Hollow Suites, and so you go into this huge room. That when you go in, and this it's the Van Gogh experience that everybody's been going to. Yeah. So you have these projectors and this technology now. So you go into this room, which is a big cube, and it looks like the Hollow Suite or the Hollow Deck, depending on which style you want to design it on. And then you go through an experience, which is again. Similar to a Van Gogh thing, it's all interactive, but you're in a cart or something. But it makes you feel like you're going through a variety of Hollow Suite, Hollow Deck programs from all the different shows and stuff that people really like. So there's stuff from Voyager you can incorporate, which I don't like, but you can incorporate Deep Space Nine and the original uh, um, Next Generation. And even theoretically, the original Hollow Suite appearances in the animated Star Trek. So there's so many different ways. You, because it's they have animated shows now, you could do so many different things in a true experience that was supposed to be like a hollow deck, hollow suite. Um, definitely one, like I said, a Quark's restaurant. Um, I definitely think there would be some type of simulator ride, ride which would be probably attack on probably Wolf 359, a simulator ride, which is when the board, you're attacking the board cube. Yeah. And I feel like there would be definitely a really cool thing you could do with that. And then the other thing I really, really like, because I feel every Star Trek fan would like this, there's a, there's a hotel. And the hotel's themed that you can either sleep in, in the hallways, everything, in these sections of the hotels are, you can sleep in the quarters of an original Enterprise-styled hotel room. I love it. Or, and, or you know, Picard's Enterprise or Deep Space Nine. I feel like if you did those three, you could definitely have, like, I mean, I'd go stay there. I would go stay in the Deep Space, walk down the corridors, go into a room and have the thing, and I the windows could look out in the real world. I don't really care, but have it really just feel like, you know, like that experience that you're sleeping in, you know, quarters on Deep Space Nine. Because, like, people, you know, like at Sci-Fi, you ever seen those things on polls, like, where would you live? Mm. Like, wh- what universe would you like to live in? And yeah. I could see my – I'd love to have, like, a, a shop on Deep Space Nine and, and you know, Heck just yeah. live there. I mean, like, I, I feel like that, that experience would be really cool. Um, is that your favorite one? Is that like your favorite uh, Star Trek? Or? Star Trek, my favorite show has always been Deep Space Nine. I like a couple of the new, I really like the new Captain Pike show they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I still go back to how groundbreaking, in my mind, um, Deep Space Nine was having a single black captain. Right. Um, just not being so feel like they had to be on a ship. And and then this this, the way that they did a war and it took the whole it took like four or five seasons of the show right the build up to the war the actual war the loss of characters who died and the development of characters i just everything about uh, deep space mind to me getting away from episode because they, they had episodic shows but then they also had you know shows that i i know to me i just i think they deep space 9 was just so groundbreaking in terms of storytelling. And when you think a lot of the streaming shows and the way things are done now, I feel you can go back to shows like Deep Space Nine and see like, oh, this is the way you do it. This is the way you can evolve from traditional television. Right. Yeah, deep, without a doubt. I mean, I just 
I hope they never bring it back. I hope they just leave it where it is because I just, unless you got the original producers back to do the development, I feel like they would take it in a different direction. And I'd be like, oh, I can't wait. Like, I I just like that it's done. Um, you're never going to get the kit. You're never going to get the actors back. Most of those actors back anyway, when we're gone. So just leave it as it is. So, yeah, but I mean, I would, I think there's a, I think it also would be like, there's enough fun rides that an average person would go to the park, mm. you know? Yeah. That makes 100%. sense. 100%. Yeah. I knew Star Trek was coming. I'm glad to hear it was your number one. Uh, I think you got a really great vision for it. So who knows? Maybe someday, maybe you never know. You never know. It, it's it's got to right. I mean, if they're doing all this, Paramount's stuff. huge. You would think that by now they would, you know, they they do, you know, because I feel like they've allowed themselves to f- sell off parts of their things into things, different parks and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they should, because like if you remember the old uh, uh, Canada's Wonderland, you mentioned it used to be a Star Trek, uh, I like, believe you're right. like show. I don't even yeah. remember what it was. I don't think I ever made it to, it, but there was like a Star Trek thing at. Uh, Canada's Wonderland because they were part of Paramount. Yeah. But I feel like they need their own thing. Even if Paramount just did their own true park, I mean, they had a Star Wars, a Star Trek section. I think there's enough stuff with Paramount that they could do. But you know, I, they're probably nobody wants to put the money into that type of infrastructure. No, no it's it's tough. You can't even more theme parks in Florida. <laughs> no, there are a lot there, and they're all like right next to each other. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, added a great number one, Dan. What is your number one? Sure, this is going to be a surprise to no one. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to Gotham City. Hey. Uh, so th- this is my number one. I, as you both know, I'm a gigantic Batman fan, and uh, Moranto had touched on uh, DC being a park, but I, and I like the DC, but the my most desired thing is I would actually like to go through a Gotham City, right. and actually be in there and experience all that. Without, like, the massive danger, you know, factor, right, that has to – with all the crime don't and all those pearls. things. Don't wear pearls. Whatever you do, don't wear pearls. <laughs> right, exactly. When you don't come out of the pearls. show. Um, <laughs> just don't. Architecturally, uh, as far as theme park standards goes, uh, Joel Schumacher's Gotham would probably look best, but we're not going there oh. because it's <laughs> it's there. I don't need giant hundred foot statues of people for no reason and like all those weird things that he added. I just want straightforward <laughs> Gotham. But you have all the iconic things, right? You have Wayne Manor that you can go see. You could do it on the outskirts, or you could do yeah. it like they just did it in the Batman, where you do it in the center of the city. I think that would be awesome too. Yeah. You do the Gotham Bank. You could do um, the Gotham Park Towers. You could do all the like the iconic <laughs> places that they have within that. Um, my idea for live shows is it's not just um, like a center stage kind of thing, right? I have an idea where you do one of two things. You either have people who are working at the park that are like spreading these rumors as you're going around like mm-hmm. like oh I hear that like tensions with Two-Face are high in this area or something like that ah, or, like, or okay. like this happens. So you hear those things or you have Riddler riddles pop up places <gasps> oh, and that's, that's where you cool. figure out where Batman or Robin or Nightwing or whoever's going to be is next and then the indicator that you only have a few minutes to figure it out is seeing the bat signal in the sky. That's really so cool. like you get to see that and you're like, oh crap, he's about to come out somewhere. Like where is he going to be? And that kind of gives you that motivation to do that. So he's at a different location and there's different villains every time too. So you're not catching the same show everywhere. You're catching like him fighting different villains and like uh, another member of the Bat family doing that. I think that would be a really cool way to get like people involved in Gotham. 
Uh, you had mentioned this before with the Batmobile ride. You absolutely need something like that. Where you need a coaster that's going to really um, capture a really, really great chase of the Batmobile going through the city, pursuing somebody. Um, and then you need your own interactive crime-fighting thing. So yep. I have uh, an idea for uh, an Arkham Asylum lockdown type of game oh, where you do man. it VR. Different villains are coming at you, and you have to, like, defeat them and, like, get to the center of it and get them all back. Well, because he is the great detective. Like so. He is the, he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Yeah, so you – the way this succeeds the most is if you have to do detective work within this a lot. Yeah. Like you really have to put your Batman cowl on and have to think the way he would in Gotham City and things like that. Love it. I would absolutely love to go to a place like that. I would too. I was actually, when you started saying, listen to some of these locations, I think you have to have like a bat cave tour. You sure do. Where like in in the massive, like massive bat cave where they're like, you get the Batmobile, you get the, the, the jet and the submarine, and you get all of that stuff in the various costumes, and you get to kind of take a look at, like, what a Batcave would look like. I mean, everything, with the waterfall. Like a walkthrough tour would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's not that doesn't have to be a ride. Just let me walk around and look at the Batcave. Right. Treat it treat it like it's some historic location. I yeah. think it would be cool if you treat it like it's some historic location, and you're just playing it. Playing along and they do a mind wipe. They they do like a mind wipe when you're walking out. Okay, we're gonna wipe your mind now, so you don't remember seeing. And obviously, it doesn't really happen. But they do like a thing where lasers go across your face or something, and they wipe your brain. That kind of, or like oh, you're you know. you're touring, and then the tour host accidentally goes, oh, what's this? And opens up like a secret doorway to the Bat Cave and. I think that would be the coolest thing. That'd be cool. I knew that was coming, Dan. Your vision for it is really really cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Um, I it, love it. it I, I like. I almost did a Spider-Man specific one because I knew you were doing Batman. I was like, "Do I do a Spider-Man specific one?" But I decided to group mine as Marvel. With Batman, though, it's so vast. One of the best rogues galleries of all time. That obviously, you know, it, obviously, there's so many villains and there's so much stuff you can curtail to it. But I like how there's an adventure to being there. It's not oh, just for sure. going to attractions. There's little odds and ends to do, almost like side quests in a video game. Anything that's immersive, I think all of us kind of touched on these concepts of it being immersive, where you're not like, and that's what I think like, you know, Star Wars, the new Star Wars area, it's immersive. It doesn't feel like you're just in a random park and, oh, here's a ride. Yeah, You're in, whether it's Hogwarts, whatever, like I feel like any of these, we want to feel like we're actually there. We want it to be transformed. We want to feel like we've been transformed somehow through whatever technology it's done, we're in those places. Yeah. Like trick me. That's what I'm, I want to feel like I'm at a you know an interesting place. Mm-hmm. I want to go through the looking glass, so to speak. That's what you you're know? paying for. So you know? absolutely, yeah, I concur. You can yeah. charge more for that. Too. I you needed could. to. I needed to do something I was passionate about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. with this, like the way you were saying Indiana Jones, and you knew the amount of days, like th- until the next right. one comes out, 972 days until the Batman Part Two comes well, out. That was like such a I'm good movie. <laughs> that was such a good movie. I oh, mean, I man. just it's my favorite thing. Mine's I love. I love. Chris Nolan stuff, but I, I, in terms of, and obviously the Dark Knight's an incredible movie, but it's a Joker movie, yeah, and yeah. and unlike the other Joker movie, but and I like I like Nolan's Batman, I, I do too, I, but that's Batman. It was just beautiful, Batman Year Two. That's Batman Year Two. That's yes. what it is. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, I just loved everything about it. I, I, I loved that movie. I mean, I, I love the score. I, lo- I, everything about that movie. I mean, yeah. I just I I have found myself just rewatching that movie multiple times. Me too. Like I used to watch Dark Knight. I still watch Dark Knight a lot. Mm-hmm. But I bat, the Batman is a movie I watch all the time. Yep. 
It was HBO Max's uh, most streamed movie last year. I'm not surprised. Dan, yeah. tell me how many times you paid to go to the movie theater to see it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, five times, I think, in total that you I did. Didn't you do like three times on that first weekend or something like I that? I did. I saw it three times the first weekend. So I saw – I got the preview of it two days before it came out. So they do like the – oh, it comes out on Friday, but it's really Thursday night at right, 8 o'clock. Right, at midnight or so I saw it, Yeah, so I saw it Tuesday at like – eight or something like that and i hate i kind of will never do that again because i had nobody to talk about the movie with and i had to just like sit on this secret like waiting to see if people were gonna think it was good or if they didn't so i did that and then that first that first saturday it came out i woke up and i was like i want to go see it again and i went and saw it again by myself and then uh my best friend texted me the next day he's like Hey, I know you texted me to tell you when you were go- we're going. We're going. I was like, meet at the movie theater, and yeah. I went to see it a third time. Yeah. Then I saw it with my dad, and I saw it one other time after that. And then the first day it dropped on HBO Max, I set up my TV in my bedroom and I put it on. That's amazing. It's so good. It it's, is really good. And I'm glad that they, you know, the stuff they talked about with you know James Gunn saying that's it's a. What do you call them? Elseverse or whatever he called it. At, yeah, the Elseworlds. Yeah, Elseworld. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I think that leave it alone. Just yeah. don't touch it. Leave it alone. Let him do whatever he wants because we liked it. It doesn't need to be part of a bigger thing. I don't care if there's a Superman in his universe. I don't give a shit. Just care. leave him alone. Just leave. Let that be its own. And, and DC has that anyway. Yeah. DC is so much more about the the Earth 5 and 12 and Earth Prime and all that crap. Just le- let him just do his own damn thing. Same thing with the other Joker universe. I like mm-hmm. the Joker movie. I don't care if it's going to be... With uh, what's her name? Um, you know, poker uh, face. Uh, oh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, Lady Gaga. I don't care. I mean, it's gonna be great. I mean, it it's is. gonna probably be a really fun movie. And just leave it alone. Like, and I also like how, that Harley Quinn universe that's animated on. It's hilarious. It's it's, it's the, you know. I mean, I, so I, I like where DC's trying to go. Let's see if they don't f it up again. But but the Batman is just, I think, my favorite. I, I think I'd have to go back to Michael Keaton's first Batman to find something else in Batman that I loved as yeah. much as this one. Yeah. yeah. I Again, I, I put Dark Knight, and I put, I just put that as a separate thing. I just yeah. feel like I have to now because it's not really. He's the Dark Knight. He's not really Batman. I right. guess. I guess exactly. like to me, they're different. It's a. It's based on a different source material. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Sure. All right, Matt. Go with your number one. Sorry I know about we just the, went on a No, bad you're tangent. fine. This is. I mean, this is the whole point of the show, guys. Um, my number one. I'm actually surprised, Dan. It wasn't on yours. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. Um, the Pokemon World. Oh, cool. A Pokemon theme park. I I, I grew up in the, at the height of this, right? I I was there in the late 90s when every you were a dork and I was a dork. And if, <laughs> if you didn't have it, you were a loser if you didn't have it. You were a dork if you didn't have it, right? Kids coming to school, had the Pokemon cards, had the toys. Uh, Pokemon cards got banned from my elementary school. That's hilarious. Um, G.J. Mann. Shout out to Geraldine J. Mann. Um, elementary school. Band at the school, bringing the toys uh, and all that stuff. It was it, it it was a phenomenon, and it's been around for over twenty five. Is it twenty five years? It's got to be now because the first movie is like twenty years old. Ye- yeah, the first movie. Yeah, I think it's like twenty five now. Yeah, ninety. I think last year or two years ago was twenty five years, and it's found a way to actually maintain popularity, which is the most impressive thing for me. I agree. Um, I I'm still strictly the older generation of Pokemon. They've added way too many. It's it's a little overloading. I love and worship what I grew up with, but it's found a way to 
constantly change, constantly find ways to stay relevant, and constantly find ways to attract new people to the audience. My, I mean, me and my brother grew up uh, – my brother's eight years younger than me, and we grew up in two very, very different eras of Pokemon. I, I thought Pokemon, that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like there's uh, – I think even now there's a generation – like, there's a new generation of stuff for Pokemon yeah. now. And they, they don't pretend the other ones don't exist or anything. It's just like, no, there's just a continuation of – of that same thing. It's yes. not like, well, then, no, that didn't happen. Right. Like, Which there's no good. reboot of Pokemon, I don't think. I think it's just one continuous thing, right? Yeah, that's true. From 96? I feel like it was like 96, mid 90s. Yeah, I think 96. Maybe right. probably by the time he hit the United States, the first, 97, game hit, the first games hit 96. The cartoon, I think, dropped in like 98, 99, okay. something like that. But but you're right. It's been a continuous story and a continuous evolution, pun intended. Uh, there's so much you could do. Obviously, there's so many different lands, worlds when it comes to Pokemon. You can even do regions, how you set it up. I'd really like to do a, like a starter Pokemon Center where you kind of walk in and you get to choose your starter. That'd almost like choosing your wand or making your lightsaber or the Doctor Who um, making the uh, Sonic Screwdriver. Thank you. You, you, you kind of – have that experience of selecting your first one and going on this journey. You could do different gyms if you really want to. But my main attractions are this. I want a, like a safari ride, but a Pokemon Snap safari ride. One of the best games and one of my favorite games on the N64 was a game called Pokemon Snap where you take pictures of Pokemon in their habitats. Animatronics oh, now. Okay. You right, set right, it. Right. You set it up. You can have different locations, That's right? Really cool. Yeah, okay. Awesome. You got a water area, and there's uh, a Squirtle just hanging out with a bunch of other Squirtles <laughs> Squirtle. and a Blastoise, right? Or you're go- you're in a beach area, and there's the Lapras, right? He's just kind of floating around, and he can move around and interact. Um, you go to a volcano area. And there's a Charmander. All right, try and get get a picture of Charmander. Well, you know what's coming popping in my head, and I think this is brilliant. Is it reminds? It's funny because when uh, when uh, uh, Shang Chi and the 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 Ten Rings came out, yeah. and he goes and they go through the forest thing, yes. and then they start seeing all the creatures, and people were like, "Oh, it's like poke. It's like why are all these Pokemon?" And I'm like, well. <laughs> Okay, never mind. But yes, it's it's they're similar. It's a similar yeah, it's, it's similar motivation. But I if that's what you're I like that concept when they came through and they're driving in the car that you would see all these various things yeah. up on the cliffs around you and again and they'd be animatronic. I think that'd be I that'd be genius. I think everybody would want to go see that. You could that. do so I mean so much stuff that's with very that. Cool. So that's one of the most important ones for me. Um I'm a big – so if I was in Avatar, I'd, I'd be a, a water nation. That's like my thing. I love water. I love waterfalls. A uh, a Pokemon water park based on Cerulean City, which is the very first uh, water gym uh, area. And it, this would be really cool. You can have like water Pokemon kind of like, again, waterproof, animatronic, spread out throughout like a wave pool, right? You're in a giant waterfall wave pool. And uh oh, you're in the your waves coming, and oh, a Gyarados pops out of the water, right? An animatronic Gyarados pops out of the water. Hey, like, that oh, hippo's wh- been hopping out of Jungle Cruise for like eighty <laughs> I years. Yeah, so I mean, you can make it happen. They can do it. They can do it in Jungle Cruise. They can do it there. You can, and it just spits out water. So just something crazy cool. You can have that, and there's just so many variations to it. And then I, I'd want to see a Pokemon Stadium show. Um, oh, that's cool. I think. Listen, yeah, that's I, there's cool. there's all these concert things. They. Tupac, they did a damn hologram thing with. You could find a way to just have some. No, that was really Tupac. Show. He's not dead. Yeah, that was really. That's him. what I heard. I guess that was him. There's ways to do a Pokemon Stadium show. Um, 
I feel it'd be just kind of cool to just be just have this planned show where where they're throwing Pokemon stuff and it just it's just ah there's okay they're throwing the Pokeball and and bam there's a holographic thing. I, I had a couple other ideas. There was a haunted uh, Pokemon Tower with all the ghosts. Oh yeah, which, like Tower Terror. Uh, yeah, in in a sense you can kind of walk through and there's the ghost Pokemon, but. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to do. I've seen so much cool Pokemon stuff over the years. Ye- like probably ten years ago, a little picture popped up of some sushi restaurant. They would do, they would make sushi look like little Pokemon. That's great. That's they, really cool. They, they, and it was very well done. Uh, so it's it, fun detail, and it, you can get super creative. I, it's massive. You could probably put this thing anywhere, and people from all over the world would come to it. I like mm-hmm. the fact that you could wander around in the park and do like Pokemon Go, but at a higher level. Right. That's With another good like thing. Like your ball, and yeah. you get the ball. You buy the ball, right? Yeah. And you walk around and you capture them doing different things in the puzzle like people used to do with their phone, but it would be better. And there'd be so many ways they could do it, so they would you would see them mm-hmm. too. Remember? The, you yeah, okay, you've been around. Uh, was it Magic Kingdom? Yeah. Uh, the Perry the Platypus. Yeah. When they pop up and you gotta you gotta yeah. take note or something. Yeah. You could do that with Poke with various oh, for Pokemon. Sure, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And maybe yeah, with the Pokeball or Pokedex, but man. That's a great park. Yeah. I, I thought And I so. feel it has worldwide appeal. Absolutely. Because it's not just I mean, it's popular throughout the world. It's not like it's just America. Correct. It's popular in probably sixteen, seventeen different languages at the, if you watch the credits. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, you know, it really is. Turkish so I think that would be it, the so. big big one. If if I was to pick any of the ones that we chose today, uh especially the ones I did on my list, I think this would probably the, be the most feasible at like to, to happen after a Mario World. That's that's my personal experience because of how big it is, and just they, they really embrace it, and it just again it keeps finding new ways to be bigger. Um, I think that would be uh, I, I really think that would be a massive success. So I agree. The Pokemon World, very cool. So there is everybody. Our top ten uh, theme parks and attra- with uh, the the mini listception uh, attractions. Rant, I want to thank you uh, again for hosting us and, and, and coming on. We This is nice. We got to get to talk twice in a month and, and do an episode. And I and really appreciate this a lot. Of course. This chance to appear on my favorite podcast is, is always going to be. <laughs> we get that a lot. We don't know if people are staying there just because we're here. But, no, I, I, I know you've always said you, you're always open. But you, you always text me, oh, I listen to this or I listen to that. And I think we could do this. And I, it, it, it means a lot to me um, to hear that because I, I, this is – I'm winding down as far as the vastness of podcasts that I do because um, I used to, I mean, I was literally doing it every day, and it just got so exhausting. And this is one of the ones that I've really honed in on once a week, something new every week. And, you know, I got Dan as a co-host now. Great so co-host. Somebody to, he's fantastic. I've been very fortunate. He's the reason why this show kind of came back from a hiatus. But, it, it's again, it's no pressure. It's whatever we want to talk about for that week and just get it off and – and I'm glad that you know we can come to places like this and converse. I think it's a really nice icebreaker for a lot of people. You really get to know somebody. Uh, you really get to know somebody based on like a top ten list, and it's 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 really cool. Yeah, I feel like I, I think that's a really good point. I think I know so much more about Dan. I mean, I, we've only talked a couple times, yeah. mm-hmm. like, but now we've been on like a couple things like this together, and I feel over like Avatar. I know a little bit Avatar more about him. I mean, like, you know, because you, you know, it's interesting too because you, well, oh no, I like theater, like, and I knew that about you, but now I know all this other stuff, which is probably more of our, you know, more of our overlap. Besides that, you know, we have, you know, you, you know, my niece, like yeah. things like yeah. that. But it's kind of funny, like now I know so much more about. 
you know, I don't know. I, I think this that's why I think this pod this this podcast of yours is such a a special one because it's not just sports, it's not just fandom, it's not just you always find different things that everybody anybody can go through. Anybody can go through this library of episodes and find something that uh, maybe I won't listen to the NFL type thing, but yeah. I'll listen to that one because I, oh, wow, they're talking about amusement parks yeah. right. or, or pizzas or breakfast cereals or whatever. Yeah. You've guys, you guys done a little bit of everything. Yeah, we really have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's too many like uh, topics that we've avoided yet, like completely. So, um, but yeah, it, it's a, uh, this is legit. My, we, we actually, and, and obviously the listeners know, and I'm sure Randall heard, we like wave just doing it seasonally. I just do it year round. Yeah. That's how much we adore it. So, um, but once again, thank you, Maranto, for hosting us here at Emerge uh, Media and Creators Co-op here in Niagara Falls. Make sure you come check it out. You can find them on Facebook. I think, are you on Twitter as well? I'm not on Twitter. I'm on Facebook uh, mainly. I don't even have like an Instagram page. It's mainly, and of course, all the, everything is on MarantoMedia.com. So all the podcasts that I do, uh, mine, uh, you know, Next of Kin, uh, as well as Zach, Zach Squared. We just put our episodes right on the Maranto Media. Um, and obviously, we're, we all have our own thing on the BICVP radio. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're on Apple and Spotify. You got a YouTube channel as well, right? Is yeah, that- everything's on the YouTube channel. Every uh, We have Facebook pages, and then everything's on YouTube. We haven't really done too much with Instagram. We don't make reels, and, and we don't do too much with Twitter. Twitter's just kind of an ugly place right now. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, always. <laughs> we're, we're just kind of we're not bothered. I'm not even doing Twitter for my business anymore. Just, <laughs> right. You know, just, I, I just don't, there's nothing relevant for me there. But Emerge is doing quite well, and I, I appreciate you giving the opportunity. Uh, we have three new podcasts coming out in, uh, we think, in March. We're building two new podcasts. That's one's, one's uh, we're wallpapering tomorrow. So we're really trying to expand. And, again, I always try to shout out Matt because I, I wouldn't be doing any of this if it wasn't for Matt giving me – uh, inviting me in that first one about spaceships, I and know. Uh, and it's it's grown and it's become such a big part of my life. And I and you giving me opening a door for me is open. Matt will tell you this because how much you've op- you know Dan. I mean, has, you've opened up so many doors for us doing so many other things, yep. and 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 I open up the doors for people. So there's like there's thirty, forty, fifty people out there that all owe you a debt of thanks. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cool little uh, snowball effect, right? It just keeps growing bigger and bigger, and we get yeah. to help out more people, and we get to pass on our knowledge and, and love of podcasts. I so, love it. Um, so that is it. Next week, Dan has choice. We're going back to alternating every week. I know we just did two and two, but Dan has choice next week for what we decide. Uh, my man Tice is coming on in a couple weeks. We're going to do uh, turning points in history. Mm-hmm. So I think after next week, uh, Tice will be on. Uh, shout out to my man Tice, who's another frequent listener. But we thank you so much for your support. Uh, thank you for making this show uh, and, and, and listening to the show and just making it worth our time. Absolutely. Uh, we'd probably do it without you, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, we like the listeners, and we like to hear everybody's thoughts and feedback. So, uh, But that is it. Thank you so much. And on behalf of Rich, Dan, and I, do you even list? Yeah.